Thanks for listening to the Home Fix Show podcast brought to you by Heating Equipment Company. All makes and models of residential and commercial furnaces and air conditioners can be serviced or installed by Heating Equipment Company, a Lennox premier dealer. 208-459-2212. This is a podcast of the Home Fix Show with Joe Prince. Congratulations to you. You made it to another Saturday morning. Hey, welcome to Live Talk Radio on News Talk KBOI. I'm Joe Prin. This is the Home Fix Show, where for the next three hours, we will take you through home improvements and repairs and maintenance issues, tips, tricks, materials, the people, sequencing, costs, whatever whatever you want to make of it, because uh, you can participate this morning with us by grabbing your phone and punching in 208-336-3700. That's how you join us on the show, and you can ask your questions about those projects you're in the middle of, you're ready to start, trying to finish up, or just maybe dreaming about and want to know a little bit more about it before you commit yourself fully to it. That's what I can help you with, 208-336-3700. Zero 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 zero, and uh, we are we are good to go this morning. I publish a resource list of all the names and phone numbers of people that have crossed my path recently or in the past that I trust and uh, like their work and recommend to you. So if you need some help in your home or at a home with uh, the services of a professional, take a look at this resource list. Uh, it's free to you to access at joeprin.com. Punch that into your browser and it'll take you to the most current one. My uh, homepage on the website will open up and click here where it says click here. And there's the list, a trusted resource list right there for you. Uh, You can also send email today if you're listening to this show at a time other than when it aired live, or perhaps that's just the only convenient way that we can talk this morning. Send an email to joe at joeprin.com. P-R-I-N, Joe at JoePrin.com, and I will get that here on the show and try to work that into the program today if I get it early enough. Uh, let's see, a couple announcements. Oh, yeah, this is the last week that we're going to be on at uh, 7.30 in the morning. Uh, next week, we go to starting our show at 8 a.m., so if you are listening right now, Next week, uh, we won't be here yet. Uh, we'll be joining you at 8 o'clock. So uh, you get to, if, if you're one of those that wakes up with this program right now, uh, I don't know, a blessing or a bad thing, I don't know, <laughs> look at it either way you want. But we'll be starting at 8 a.m. next week and going right up to 11 o'clock when uh, the Zamzo's Gardening Show will come on right after us here. And so you're going to get four hours of live talk lifestyle radio here on news talk kboi so that'll start next week at 8 a.m also a reminder habitat for humanity the house building the one day house framing project is coming up on june 24th and 25th that you heard pete uh, schrader talking about here on the show uh, recently and uh, they said they have gotten a good response there are still some slots open. Uh, this is an online sign-up. You can go to the uh, cathedraloftherockies.org, uh, cathedraloftherockies.org, and uh, wait for the banner to scroll up that says the Habitat for Humanity House Built. Click on that, and there's a sign-up, what is it called, sign-up genius or something, where 
uh, you can pick what area you want to serve in. Uh, they not only need people to build the walls still, but they could use some, uh, some, a couple of nurses there just in case somebody you know smashes a finger or cuts themselves or trips or something. And some hospitality people, uh, you know, shuffling water and snacks and doing all kinds of things. So lots of ways to help Habitat for Humanity uh, frame this house, which will be packed onto a truck and sent to a job site, and the house will be uh, built. All the walls tipped up and built shortly thereafter. So you can learn more about that as well as signing up at cathedraltherockies.org, or you can call... Uh, call the the main desk there at the church at 208-343-7511 and just ask for uh, Pete Schrader and he'll he'll get you all signed up and take care of all that. All right, 208-336-3700 puts you into the studio today, 208-336-3700. I had a a couple phone calls on this over the past few weeks, so I thought I'd bring this up again, and uh, it had to do with countertops. I think people were planning some of their summer remodeling projects, maybe because school is out now, and uh, or that, or they can start cooking outdoors a little bit and tear up their kitchens. And I was asked about uh, butcher block countertops uh, again. Uh, Since the last time that I've I've talked about this subject in depth here. On the show, I've noticed that uh, several of the the home centers in town, the larger uh, retailers, have actually brought blanks of butcher block countertops into their inventory, and they have them there where you can just pick them up and go now. I'll I'll talk about some of the the quality there uh, in in a little bit here, but I do like the the look and the feel and the, the visual and then the actual physical warmth of them they just they just seem to warm up a room a little bit better than in my opinion than what uh, stone or or uh, you know formica brand plastic laminate does or something like that we we chose to add uh, you know that organic element to our our white kitchen cabinets and the uh, you know the the kind of the hard abrasiveness of a, a ceramic tile floor I just needed I needed something like some wood in there just to give it that that, that I guess organic's the only way I can say it that or that element of, of nature in there that just seemed to be missing uh, if you want to look at the home fix radio show Facebook page it's a it's a group there uh, the home fix radio show just search that on Facebook there's a photo of the work that I did here uh, this last week on this um, actually I installed the countertops about 11 years ago but we just uh, took on the rejuvenation project here uh, this week it was it was a good rainy day project to do. Remember that we had that one day there, rainy day all day, and we said that let's, let's do the countertops. So we've been talking about doing this for a couple of years. Let's do it. Uh, the way I did this was a, a combination of <laughs> instructions from the manufacturer, what they say to do, uh, input from others who have lived with these kind of tops from for many years, and uh, I, I like the look of the way their kitchens looked, and then also just some of my own methodology that you know, seemed to work for me. So uh, we started by taking everything off the off the countertops and just gave them a good cleaning with, you know, dish soap and water, just uh, wiped them down, got all the chunks and debris and stuff that was stuck to it. And, the, you know, the honey drip over here and a little greasy spot over there, cleaned all that stuff off. I isolated in on the stains and worked those first uh, just to kind of get down to an even base. 
started with just some basic mineral oil that we uh, purchased just at, at Walgreens and then one of the foam sanding blocks uh, or sponge block that's called. Uh, I'm sure you've seen these. They're about, oh, two and a half inches by three inches and maybe an inch thick and they're made out of a, uh, a foam, like a foam rubber, real stiff foam rubber, but they have sandpaper-like granules, you know, stuck to uh, four of the six sides. And uh, just lightly going over with that, not enough to scratch real deep or gouge it or anything, going over with the mineral oil, back and forth with the grain, trying to work out some of the stains. And about half of it came out, half the stains came out. So I did what I could, but no more. I didn't want to, you know, just sand through and expose fresh wood because that wouldn't have looked quite the same as everything that's around it. And then, uh, then took on a larger area, just say, okay, I'm going to do this whole big section here from left to right, front to back, all that. Poured out a bunch of the mineral oil and just attacked it with a uh, 600 grit, uh, the premium wet or dry black sandpaper. This is the stuff like the auto body shops used. It's some leftover paper I had from when I uh, repainted a car. And um, it's not the cheap, cheap stuff that uh, falls apart. Some of the uh, the, the more utilitarian grade that you get at the at the hardware store. This is the the stuff that comes from the body shops. It's two three dollars a page, but it one little one fourth of a page lasts you know all day long when you're going at it. It does not fall apart. It, it's worth it. So it, it actually is lower in cost per sheet when you when you figure it that way. So uh, going with the grain and the oil uh, back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and doing all that and kind of this slurry of the dirty surface oil and, and other stuff come, comes up to the surface as you're doing that. And the, the oil turns from this, this crystal clear to material to kind of a, uh, almost like a syrupy kind of, kind of color, a diluted color. Uh, so all that's wiped up with, uh, the excess is wiped up with paper towels. And then uh, more oil goes down. And then here I used a, a trick that a friend told me about he said, find a piece of that green scotch bright pad material that, you know, you can use in, in kitchens and for a lot of other stuff, but it's the green scotch bright pad. But he says, find the most worn out one that you've got. Find that old raggedy, kind of soft one, not the, not the real crunchy one, and use that. But do it and put it on your hand and just do this orbital buffing circle all through your top and just go around in all those circles and just go and go, you know, wax on, wax off, kind of that thing. Just go, 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 go uh, for a long time and just kind of work that oil in a little bit more and it buffs off the surface a little bit. And then just uh, lift off and let the oil sit there for about uh, 20 to 30 minutes. If you see any dry spots, just pour a little bit more oil out on top of them. And then after that half hour, just come back and wipe up all the oil. And uh, just let it dry for a few hours after that. Make sure you get all the excess off. If you see any spiny, shiny spots, spiny shots, uh, if you see any shiny spots, just wipe those up a little bit too. And, and after that, uh, it, it's good to just reload everything back, you know, in the kitchen that you want to put back on there and enjoy them now for another, another few years. People will do the same thing just on their wood cutting boards uh, from time to time. Maybe you've got that wood cutting board that, slides out of your uh, drawer base in your kitchen underneath your countertops. Uh, you could sand that down and rejuvenate it. Um, you could, uh, even if you have some wood, uh, wood cutting boards that you just store in the drawer, if they're looking a little dry and you want to uh, seal the surfaces up a little bit, you can use the exact same technique. So 
I would say, though, that uh, be careful on selecting your tops. Part of this, the reason I brought this up today is uh, a good friend of mine that I've known for many, many years, and he just loves taking on uh, do-it-yourself projects at his house. He bought some of uh, these these uh, blanks, uh, ButcherBox blanks, at, at one of the local home centers, and they had a really good price on them, and, and I think he found out why, because he had to go back and tear them tear them off shortly after they were installed. Uh, you know, he took them out of the plastic packages that they came in and installed them, and I'm, I'm sure he did everything exactly right, but he got uh, several cracks in them, and a couple of them warped up pretty good, so he had to tear them all off and then went back to the uh, the higher grade uh, blocks uh, from Booze. Booze is the one of the premier worldwide famous premier companies uh, made in the USA, uh, an industry leader for, for decades and decades and decades, if not over 100 years. And Well, it is over 100 years. In fact, I'll tell you the story on them. I, I, I found that in my notes from a few years back in uh, 2019 when we talked about this once before. Um, but anyway, he... Uh, uh, ended up replacing them, and uh, now everything's great. So anyway, I'll tell you the story on uh, booze blocks when we come back right after this, how, how they got into that, how they got into making these things, because they didn't start making countertops, <laughs> that's for sure. It's These origination stories kind of fascinate me, and I, I hear from you guys, too, that you kind of like hearing about those. So I'll share that uh, when we come back after the break here on the Home Fix Show on this Saturday morning. Good morning to you. Thanks for being here and thanks for tuning in and spending some of your valuable Saturday time with us here on News Talk KBOI. I'm Joe Prin. Back in just a few moments. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Solar Concepts of Idaho is Idaho's only premier solar tube product dealer, providing Idahoans top of the line solar tube products since 1995, like the newest generation of skylights. Solar-powered fresh air skylights feature a solar panel that captures daylight and uses that solar power to open and close the skylight. Skylights offer abundant natural light and open to let in fresh Idaho air with the touch of a button. The rain sensor feature conveniently closes the skylight during bad weather. Additional features include Venetian blinds in several light filtering options from light in to blackout and over 100 decorative patterns and colors. Solar Concepts of Idaho is Idaho's only premier solar tube products dealer. Estimates are always free, so schedule your free consultation today. Visit us at 2053 East Fairview in Meridian, or check out our website to see all of our great energy saving solutions at solar-concepts.com. That's solar-concepts.com. Your windows are really being put to the test. First, it's the freezing cold then windy and dusty, then rain, and pretty soon, very hot. And around here, that could all be in the next month. And if your current windows fail the test of comfort, quiet, and energy efficiency, it's time to talk to Viewpoint Windows and Doors. Milgard windows from Viewpoint Windows and Doors are a great choice for your home. Milgard windows have one of the finest warranties in the window business. They even cover accidental glass breakage. Viewpoint Windows and Doors will not only install your new Milgard windows, but they also can provide any service or repairs you might need in the future. There's never a bad time of year to talk to Viewpoint Windows and Doors and plan out your new windows. Call this number 208-854-1877 or visit viewpointwindows.com. 208-854-1877 or visit viewpointwindows.com. 
www.thepetsmarket.com. If there's ever been a year that your roof has taken a beating, this is it. We've had it all, from below freezing to well over 100 degrees. If that roof is a flat or low-sloping roof, that adds even more stress of piled-up dirt and debris. So before the weather changes again, call Precision Single Ply to come inspect your flat or low-sloping roof. Their experienced technicians will look over every square inch for any problem areas that could be a potential leak. And in most cases, they can repair them right on the spot. Precision Single Ply has been taking care of commercial, agricultural, and residential flat and low-sloping roofs for many years and should be your first choice for annual inspections and repairs. Single Ply membrane roofs will last for many carefree years if the system is installed and maintained properly. If you need help with a low-sloping or flat roof, call Precision Single Ply, 208-939-9979, 208-939-9979, that's 208-939-9979. Hi, it's Heather from Master Plumbing. Last summer, life seemed to be put on hold. However, this year, life is gonna be busy. With graduations, weddings, and family reunions, that means your home is gonna be working overtime with guests. And inevitably, something will go wrong with your house. If that something is a plumbing-related issue, give Master Plumbing a call. And when it comes to getting the work done, you can be confident Master Plumbing will send out a fully trained and licensed plumber. Even with the growth here in the Valley and the high demand on skilled labor, our standards and requirements haven't budged. So get ready for all that summer has to throw your way with the help of Master Plumbing. Visit callmasternow.com or call 208-888-9191. Call the masters, call the master plumbing, the masters of the trade. If you hear anything you'd like to revisit, check out the Home Fix podcast on the 670KBOI app. First, download the 670KBOI app from the App Store for free. Then, click Podcasts. Then, click on the Home Fix show. Now back to Joe Prin. This is the Home Fix show on News Talk KBOI. There's a uh, building materials distributor in Boise and Idaho Falls called Johnson Brothers, and that's where... I've always gotten these uh, booze uh, butcher block countertops from a guy by the name of Tim there can help you out if if you want them. They've got a showroom kind of across the street from Costco in Boise on Cole Road there. Uh, That's where their showroom's at, and you can can see and talk to them there. But anyway, here's the story on booze according to booze. Uh, This is their short history that they disclosed to everybody. It says, John Booz and Company, which is based in Effingham, Illinois, is one of the oldest manufacturers of premium quality food service equipment and butcher blocks in the United States of America. Booz has been in business continuously since 1887. It was in this in his Effingham, Illinois blacksmith shop that founder Conrad Booze first invented what would become the original Booze Block. Having harvested sycamore from local wooded areas and processing it in his sawmill, Conrad brought it to his blacksmith shop for finishing. That first block of sycamore slab placed on three legs uh, evolved with sheer purpose of block of a block to absorb with sheer purpose of a block to absorb the shock of his smith's hammer uh, 
against the anvil. It was the local butcher who, have seen, have, having seen and admired this block, became impassioned about owning one for his meat market. Unknowingly, Conrad's son John, who having, having made and sold that first block to the local butcher, took John Booz and Company into the infancy of the 125-year reign of serving customers in the commercial market sector. So that's how they got started making their uh, maple and other species of countertop materials. Um, Country Living Magazine summed it up pretty good with the pros and cons of having these in your kitchen. You might be thinking, boy, I don't know if that's, that's right for me. They said the biggest benefit for it is that they're, they're easy on your knives and on your eyes. Uh, it's the only countertop that can actually be used as a cutting surface. Uh, butcher block won't dull your knives uh, like stone or uh, concrete or tile or any other type of countertop material. The soft surface also makes for a quieter kitchen. And for those who are a bit clumsier, dishes are like less likely to shatter when dropped on wood versus uh, stone. Uh, that quieter part, that's very true. You slide plates and glasses or you pour out uh, you know, a handful of silverware onto there or something. It just just doesn't make all the, that sharp noise that, uh, that some of these other countertops do. Uh, one of the biggest cons against the wood countertops, though, is it is susceptible to scratches and dings and stains. It says if you plan on chopping directly on your countertops, you're going to end up marking things up a little bit uh, or a lot. Uh, that glass you dropped might just leave a dent or the wine inside it could settle into a stain. Uh, but uh, they are easily restored to remove Nicks and gouges after years of wear, you could just sand the surface down again, just like we talked about there, just maybe with a little more sanding on the sandpaper side of that. Uh, the same way the grain runs and then just uh, re-oil it. They said sanding reveals an entirely fresh new cutting surface. Or to keep the block scratch-free, simply just use a cutting board like you would on any other cutting, uh, uh, any other countertop. It says, uh, when it comes to cleaning, soap and water usually does the trick, but a little diluted vinegar or even some bleach can serve as a disinfectant and a deodorizer. Uh, to scrub out deep stains in the uh, wood, you can use the old, uh, what they call the clever cutting board cleaning trick, which is you cut a lemon in half, so cut a lemon in half, dip it in salt, and then rub and scrub that on the effective area, and that'll take out a lot of stains. I haven't tried that yet, and I've got a couple of stubborn stain areas. I might might give that a try. Um, there's been some comments about uh, the wood cutting boards uh, breeding bacteria and stuff like that. And according to uh, several several studies that have been done by doctors and other stuff, uh, they found that they are uh, hygienic, owing that fact to certain types of wood, like the maple, uh, seems to exhibit its its own anti bacterial property and they ran it through all kinds of different uh, testing and everything like that and they found that surface to be uh, very very friendly so I guess I guess the old days of the the, the butcher shops and the, the cutting boards that grandma used to use and stuff uh, we know that that was all all very much for real so you might want to you might want to consider that for for your kitchens uh, the cost of granite and fabrication 
it is fairly expensive, you know, compared to other types of countertops. I think uh, Ben, our friend over at Cutting Edge Kitchens, although he can quote you different types of stone, solid surfaces, uh, you know, the granites, the, the marbles, all those different kinds of things, you know, perhaps an alternative is a wood butcher block countertop that with a few very simple and basic tools and just a little bit of woodworking confidence, you may be able to to do this yourself uh, for, for a lot less than maybe what some other professionally installed countertops would do. And maybe you don't need to do the whole kitchen. Maybe it's just the island or it's that one section over there that you want to use for baking and chopping and prepping and stuff. Maybe you could just overlay a big chunk of this countertop right over the top of the countertops you already have. I don't know. I guess it depends on on what's there, just remove part of it and work it in. But it could be a could be a pretty interesting do-it-yourself project. I love ours. And again, if you want to see what what this looks like in uh, in our kitchen at my house, uh, uh, just go to the Home Fix Radio Show Facebook page and uh, take a look at that and click and like the image if you want. And uh, I'll add you to that that list so you get notified when when I post stuff up there. We'll be back after the news break as the show continues this morning. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, Let's get on the phone lines. I haven't uh, had a couple very busy weeks lately because of the holiday. That's the way it always is. So now we're back in town and we're back in the swing of things. And hopefully you're digging into some projects. Maybe there's something there that I can help you with. Or maybe somebody that's listening today has a great innovative solution to something that you're struggling with. Give us a call at 208 336 3700. You'll be up right after the news coming up here. 208-336-3700. I'm Joe Prin. This is the Home Fix Show on News Talk KBOI 93.1 FM and 670 AM. Renewable Energy Northwest is your starting point when you want to find out about solar for your home. Like others, they will start with a copy of your power bill. But that is where everything changes. Renewable Energy Northwest goes beyond the power bill and looks at other solutions to reduce energy consumption as part of a complete package. This could involve a more efficient heating and cooling system, a solar thermal hot water system, insulation improvements, and even replacing inefficient appliances and lighting. With this, PV panels now need to generate less making for a simpler, lower-cost total system for your home. Renewable Energy Northwest has a complete solar solution for you. Call 208-577-6537 or look at RenewableEnergyNWLLC.com. 208-577-6537 or look at RenewableEnergyNWLLC.com. Insulation works year-round. You know that. But for some reason, the heat of summer seems to be when we pay the most attention to it. Did you question if your home's insulation could have been better last year? Let's not do that again this year. Get those questions answered with a call to Go Green Insulation. Insulation comes in several different forms and materials. Let the pros at Go Green Insulation figure out for you the best way to improve your comfort and energy savings all at the same time. Attics to crawl spaces and the insulated walls in between. Go Green Insulation has the lasting improvement of quality insulation for your home. 
Go Green Insulation knows all the latest energy code requirements, whether your home is 80 years old or just a decade or two. It's always a good time to insulate. Call Go Green Insulation at 208-912-0028 or visit gogreeninsulation.com. 208-912-0028 or visit gogreeninsulation.com. This is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. Welcome to The Home Fix Show as we start off again on this Saturday morning. Next week, this will be the actual start time of the show. We're moving from 7.30 to 8 a.m. So those of you just joining us now, if this is your uh, normal time for you to tune in with us, uh, you will be starting right from the very beginning, picking up on the show. We'll still do three hours. We're just moving ahead on the clock, half an hour, uh, followed by the Zamzos gardening show at 11. So four hours now on Saturday mornings of local live talk, lifestyle and home improvement radio, gardening and all that uh, starts next week here on News Talk KBOI. Pretty excited about that. Uh, 208-336-3700 gets you right into the studio. If you have questions this morning about projects that you're working on. Earlier, we were talking about butcher block countertops. I've got a lot of other things to uh, get to today, if need be, but I sure would rather hear from you the things that you're working on, and perhaps I can help out a little bit, or one of our listening professionals or another experienced person can add their commentary into the mix. Uh, You just have to grab your phone and punch in 208 336 Zero zero, and we'll get you on the air with us this morning and start that all going. Uh, another announcement here for you. Uh, speaking with Rocky at Precision Single Ply uh, a little over a week ago, he has some spots open to join his team of professional flat and low-sloping roofing uh, install and repair uh, contractors. So if you're looking maybe for a little lifestyle change, he's willing to train you. Uh, you will be working outdoors. Uh, you get to experience all four seasons of Idaho's climate within reason, of course. You know, when it's too cold, you don't work. And when it's too hot, you don't work up on a roof. But uh, um, you do uh, You do get to be outdoors and, you know, on the buildings and learning all of that and all the different roofing materials that Precision, precision Single Ply has to offer. Uh, Rocky's a great individual. It's a family-owned and ran business, and you are part of a, a family team if you want to do this. And maybe you've just had enough with what you're doing and say, you know, I want to, I want to do something. I want to do something with my hands and my head and uh, be, be a contributing uh, you know, person to somebody's quality of life and all that. And, uh, yeah, I want, I want to try something different. Uh, he will put you to work right away. They've got a lot of work. Uh, backing up and ready to start training people and putting them to work today. So uh, call Rocky at Precision Single Ply. Uh, his number is 939-9979. That's a 208 number, 939-9979 if, uh, if you want to talk to him, see if it, if it might be right for you at uh, Precision Single Ply. Uh, podcasts of this show, uh, archived recordings. If you ever want to go backwards and hear some previously aired programming or hear something again, or perhaps even share something that we've talked about here with a friend of yours uh, or something, 
Uh, you can always go to kboi.com, click on the podcast menu, drop down to the Home Fix Show, and then select by date or subject what you would like to listen to. Again, you can fast forward to the parts you want to hear, and that's all brought to you absolutely free of charge by Heating Equipment Company, who, as you know, with the uh, air conditioning season starting up, they're going to be they're going to be getting pretty busy. So if you haven't had a professional tune-up done and that insurance that your system is going to make it through the summer, you probably want to get a hold of them at Heating Equipment Company uh, pretty quick. I shared a story from a listener of ours last week, uh, Jim in Caldwell. Uh, Jim's been listening to the show since it's, I think, very first episode, uh, 34 some years ago. And uh, Jim said that his his furnace went out and he called a company that uh, had had installed it and did work on it in the past. And uh, without really doing a whole lot of checking, uh, they just told him that he was going to need a new $8,000 furnace. And he read the air codes on the circuit board and looked that up and it told him it was just a, a limit switch. This other person didn't even check for that. And so Jim called heating equipment company and uh, Stanley's team came out or sent somebody out there, a technician to look at it. And he said for 179 bucks, they fixed the problem. So a little bit of a difference there, $179 compared to 8000 So if you want somebody that can probably repair uh, problems with your furnace rather than just remove and replace, uh, give them a call at Heating Equipment Company. Um, I also posted on the Home Fix Radio Show Facebook page uh, some photos of a tool wall that I built in my barn, a long-handled tool wall. I, I've, I've shown this picture to a few people from, from time to time, or I forwarded it to them, and they said, hey, do you know a good way to do this or something? And I'll send it on, and they just think that this is so totally amazing. And I, I really wasn't that impressed myself with it, but uh, I, I, okay, you liked it, so I, I posted it up there again. Uh, uh, I was hearing that uh, you know a lot of folks, they just – lean all their rakes and shovels and post hole diggers and pry bars and all that stuff. They just lean them up, you know, in a corner of the garage or, or somewhere, or the shed, and uh, they're sticking on them an old trash can or, or worse or something. So um, what I did on this, it, it was pretty simple. And you can, like I say, you can see the photos of this, but I'll try to paint the picture on the radio here for you. But uh, you can see it on, on the Home Fix radio show. Uh, Facebook page. Anyway, what I did was uh, I, I covered the wall with 7 OSB sheeting, 4 by 8 sheets of this 7 OSB. At the time, this was the lowest cost uh, sheathing that, that you could get. It still is one of the lower cost ones, but it, it seems horribly expensive right now, like all building materials are. Anyway, I used my half-inch crown air stapler, you heard me talking about those when we went through all the different air-powered uh, fastening tools that are available out there to us. Uh, anyway, I used my half-inch crown air stapler to attach the sheathing to the wall studs. If you don't have a stapler, you can use screws, or you can get nails and a hammer and pound them in. Uh, uh, if you use the screws, use a cordless drill. Uh, it, it's pretty much just as effective as, as using uh, an air air stapler, but uh, it will take you a little bit longer. Uh, then all the seams were caulked. I used just a white acrylic latex caulking just to seal all the seams. Just looks a little nicer because then I painted it. I just took some 
exterior paint that I had and uh, just gave it a couple good coats uh, on the wall. So it was a nice, even uh, surface and sealed um, because I'm one of those ones known that uh, known to, you know, everything gets all kind of dusty out there in the barn and it, it's getting dirty and there's cobwebs and all that. I'll just take the hose and just blast everything off. Just blast it all. Just give it a bath. And uh, so with the wood sealed like that, I don't have to worry about doing any damage to it. So to figure this all out, I kind of laid all the tools out on the ground just outside and just laid them all out, arranging them by their their type. You know, was it was it, is it a shovel? Is it a is it a number two shovel? Is it a duckbill shovel? Is it a square end shovel? You know, what what kind of shovels? Scoop shovels, grain shovels? What are these? Uh, so I uh, laid them out by the the type that they are and the shape, and then kind of try to figure out some good use of space. Which ones should be hanging by their handles? Which should be hanging by the heads? Um, then that layout was transferred to the brackets that I built. And then I attached those brackets to this OSB wall with a couple of screws. This way, any of the brackets can go anywhere on the wall, uh, with full strength. They can be moved around as needed at any time. Cause you never know. You might just want to rearrange this if you get something new or whatever. Um, I did take a Sharpie and I wrote on the bracket which tool goes in it so that others will know where uh, things go back if if they're questioning that. Um, Let's hit a break here and then when we come back, I'll tell you how I built these little brackets. Uh, They virtually cost nothing because they were just built out of some scraps laying around the shop. Uh, Always one of my goals, use up something I already have if if at all possible. Uh, I'll tell you how we built those and... uh, a little bit of history about one of the tools that I had to use that I learned when we come back with more of The Home Fix Show right after this. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Gardening season, hunting season, golfing season, ski season, but a roofing season? While some seasons only last a few months, roofing season is actually whenever you need it to be, right? Like now, when it's time for a new roof on your home, CF Construction is the recommended roofing contractor here on the Home Fix Radio Show. Craig and his team at CF Construction not only get in, get to work, and get done and get cleaned up in an amazingly quick amount of time, but the work is done to exacting quality standards as well as all manufacturers' warranty specifications and requirements. Don't wait too long. We all know how unpredictable the construction industry is right now. CF Construction has the people and the materials to get you taken care of. Tell Craig you listen to the Home Fix Show when you call him for your free on-site quotation. 208-921-1445. That's 208-921-1445 for your new roof from CF Construction. Spring is in the air, and so is the construction dust and the early pollen and allergens. Make sure you help your indoor air quality with a trip to the Air Filter Superstore. A new high-efficiency, properly-sized furnace filter will help you breathe better and can save you money on your utilities by not making your heating and cooling system work as hard. The Air Filter Superstore is located at 3825 East Lanner, one block east of DeMeyer Furniture near Franklin and Eagle in Boise. While you're there, sign up for the free delivery service on qualifying orders and tell Cody or Anna at the Air Filter Superstore that you listen to the Home Fix Show and get $2 off your purchase. 
Custom size filters are available and often crafted for you while you wait. More information on proper filtration and the Air Filter Superstore is at airfiltersidaho.com or grab your phone and call or text 208-672-1323. The Air Filter Superstore. No matter your woodworking ability, Woodcraft of Boise is your store. Everything you can imagine in tools, hardware, supplies, and accessories is here for you. If you are building or upgrading your shop, Woodcraft has all the fasteners, tracks, hold downs, drawer slides, racks, carts, and shelving hardware you will need to get set up. For handcrafted gifts, you will find carving and turning kits for clocks, pens, coffee scoops, steak knives, coffee mugs, and water bottles. Cabinet builders will be right at home with all the drawer and door building bits and blades, as well as guides and jigs to up your game to pro status. Be sure to check out the weekly store demonstrations, as well as classes that you can sign up for and participate in at woodcraft.com stores Boise. And the best thing you will find at Woodcraft? The people working there are woodworkers just like you. Ask your questions, let them help you. Hey, it's in their motto, Woodcraft helping you make wood work. 7005 West Overland Road, Boise. Who doesn't want to be a bit more organized? Now don't get too far ahead of me. I'm talking about in your garage. What a unique space we have there. Sporting goods, gardening supplies, kids toys, bicycles, tools, and perhaps even a car or two. You want it to be as efficient as possible, but you also may need to change it later as your needs change. Storage Evolution has the solutions to getting organized that you've been looking for. Their designs allow for a better use of space for storage of small items to big things like that extra set of snow tires. And quality? Storage Evolutions is so confident that their shelving can take whatever your garage throws at it that they back it with a lifetime warranty. Don't forget your pantry, closet, mudroom, or laundry room because Storage Evolution is an organized living dealer and can help there too. Call Storage Evolution at 208-515-3575 or visit garagesolutionsboise.com. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. Tara just brought up a good point. She said that, you know, the shovel she's got in her garage, she's got a couple nails driven into the wall and the shovel hangs from those, but she's always been a little concerned about it maybe falling off those nails and damaging the car or you as you walk by you slam the door in a fit of rage from coming home after a hard day's work at the radio station and your shovel falls off and i'm more worried about it hitting my beautiful car yeah you might heal up but right but the the car might not but uh yeah and i took that into account when i was building these brackets for this tool wall that i made out in the barn because yeah you know there's things that happen out there. I mean, doors get bumped, there's wind, there's, you know, stuff taking, carrying things through there. You, if you, if you hit things, you don't want it all falling off the wall and everything. So these brackets that I made, um, let's see, I'm gonna have to paint this picture here. Like we say on the radio, picture a block of one by three or one by four, just, just a few inches long, uh, pre-drilled with a couple holes in it for what will become the mounting screws to hold this onto the wall. The sides of the bracket that actually hold the tool, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> are made from quarter inch plywood, AC plywood grade, 
and I cut these out to look like uh, a capital letter J. Uh, if you picture that, you can almost do it with your hand. If you take your look at the back of your hand, your right hand with your thumb sticking out, I, I made like these J-shaped brackets. You can see them on the Facebook page. But um, I needed a couple of different versions, or, or I should say different amounts of projection coming off the wall because of the, the nature of some of the, the different tools. But I found that only three different versions uh, worked for everything that I had, and I got quite an assortment of different long-handled tools. Uh, I also made just a block of wood that had a metal peg in it, a quarter-inch metal rod peg for some things that uh, there was no way to to do any kind of a, a different kind of bracket, so I drilled a hole in the handle and just used it on these pegs. Um, now, I made these on my scroll saw, my tabletop, benchtop scroll saw. I made these. It gave me an excuse to use that thing. I don't use it very often made a pattern, and then just duplicated it, what seemed like a, a forever amount of time cutting out a whole bunch of these different things. You could also cut these out with a saber saw or a jigsaw, as they are called, and uh, do it that way also. Which then, of course, in my mental shiny thing, squirrel moments, I thought, why Why does this tool have two different names, the saber saw <coughs> excuse me, and a jigsaw? Uh, I always thought that uh, the saber saw was actually a brand name, and it may have been at one time, but it doesn't seem to be that that's necessarily true. Uh, digging into it a little bit, a, a website called sprucecrafts.com, um, kind of just a, a crafting site. They make all these different signs with the different s- slogans and sayings on it and stuff. It says, the terms jigsaw and saber saw seem to be used interchangeably in the marketplace today. And while different tool manufacturers have marketed their saws under both names, there's no current recognized difference between a jigsaw and a saber saw. They are essentially the same tool. A quick look at the history of this handy portable saw reveals why there were two names to begin with, though. Uh, the portable power tool we know now as a jigsaw or a saber saw evolved from the small stationary power saw known as the scroll saw. A traditional scroll saw is a tabletop tool that has a reciprocating blade that is secured at both ends and moves up and down. While early variations on the scroll saw had blades that were fixed on one side only, and that was referred to as a jigsaw. The stationary jigsaw with a blade open on one end evolved into a portable handheld tool. It became very popular, and some manufacturers even placed a knob on the top of the unit that could be used to turn the reciprocating blade for use in intricate cutting tasks. As these tools continued to evolve, those with the blade-turning knob were often referred to as jigsaws, while those without the knob were called saber saws. Therefore, the difference was merely an industry convention for distinguishing between the two different types of handheld versions of the tabletop jigsaw. Today, we've lost most of the early distinctions between handheld saber saws and handheld jigsaws. Any type of handheld saw with a short reciprocating blade attached on only one side could be called either a saber saw or a jigsaw. The name, the choice of names is really up to the manufacturer. However, most saws of this description now on the marketplace are called jigsaws. 
the evolution to the one word stems probably from the natural formation of compound words or two words becoming one. So anyway, I, I cut out these bracketed sides, uh, and you could use your jigsaw for that. I glued them and then tack nailed them with some small uh, nails, some little one-inch nails. I just put a couple of those in to supplement the glue. Uh, and then installed them to the wall just with my cordless drill and a couple of uh, sheetrock screws with number two tips on them and just ran those into the uh, OSB sheeting, nice and simple and solid and ready to go. My um, thought there is that um, perhaps you have this wall in your garage, this blank canvas just waiting for something, and you think, well, you know, I don't want to buy a bunch of those metal strip tool racks because you you buy this you know four foot long rack and all it holds is two tools or four tools or three or something and you think well that cost me 25 bucks to just do that i'm going to need you know 14 of these things to hang up all the the tools i don't want to spend you know 500 dollars on these racks you know just to do this or something so here all you could do is maybe take a couple sheets of osb and attach it to your wall paint it make it look nice and then make a bunch of these brackets. I'll, you know, I'm just thinking with all the plywood that I used up, which is just these little scrap pieces of this quarter-inch plywood, even if you had to go buy a two-foot by four-foot sheet of this and, you know, an eight-foot uh, length of one-by-four or something to make the brackets, you would still be in this probably less in total than just one of those manufactured uh, tool rack thingies that, you know, doesn't work half the time anyway because it never fits what what you have. So, um, take a look at that. If you want to see the pictures, they're on uh, the Home Fix Radio Show Facebook page. You can see the photos of them there. And maybe this is a good weekend project for you to get all the tools safely organized so that when Tara comes through your garage and, and bangs into the wall, all the tools don't fall down and dent her or, or the car. So uh, take that project on. We're going to be back after our bottom of the hour break. We'll talk some more, but I'd love to hear from you this morning. What are you working on? Did you just move into a uh, new house and you need to make it yours? Or are you getting ready to put yours on the market? And you've been told you need to do a few things to it. Do you? Would you like some advice with that? Maybe some guidance? Perhaps you're in the middle of finishing off that deck or that fence or that outdoor kitchen or remodeling the bathroom. Maybe I can help you out with some of the questions you might have. At 208-336-3700. I'm Joe Prin. This is Home Fix. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. The Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage, your local home lender, can help you with every aspect of mortgage lending, whether you're buying or refinancing or even building a home. The Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage is here for you. Many people are just now realizing how much equity they have in their homes and looking for ways that they can remodel, add on, or just update their existing home. If you're looking for ways to finance a project like this, start with a conversation with Terry Hefner at Guild Mortgage. He can help you analyze the complete situation and choose an option that best fits you and your goals. Don't get stressed out or confused. Relax and let Terry Hefner and his team of professionals help you with your financing. Call 208-599-8500 or visit terryhefner.com. Terry Hefner is NMLS 95796. The company is NMLS 
888-599-3274. Guild Mortgage is an equal housing lender. 208-599-8500. All the activities of summer, all the coming and going, you count on your garage door to get you in and out of your home safely and efficiently. For many families, their garage door gets used more than the front door of the house. When your garage door needs to be tuned up or repaired, Garage Door Store Boise is who you call. Broken dual springs can be changed out for $239, which includes tax, labor, and a 10-year warranty. Don't overpay. Garage Door Store Boise built their reputation on quality, speed, and a fair price. New quiet belt drive door openers with two remotes and an exterior keypad start at just $400. If you need a complete new door to make your home look great, Garage Door Store Boise has a selection to impress you. Call Kevin at 208-514-2871, 208-514-2871, or visit garagedoorstoreboise.com for special offers, a photo gallery, and more information. Paint can have a big impact on how your home looks, and of course how it feels, every time you walk in the door. Crisp, clean lines, and the right colors in the right place. All of this is the sign of a great, well-planned paint job. When you need a professional painter, call the Painting Pro. For decades, Brian and his team of professional painters have been serving the Treasure Valley with the finest in painting materials and the best in detail and application. If you need help choosing new colors, consultation services are part of what the Painting Pro does because they want you to be very excited about the new look of your home. Call 208-378-4825 to schedule an appointment now for your quote. No painting project is too big or too small for the Painting Pro. 208-378-4825 or visit paintingpro.net to learn more about the best paint job you and your home could hope to have. 208-378-4825 or paintingpro.net. I totally understand. Getting your carpets cleaned is probably not one of the highest priorities you might have right now. But should it be? Your carpets are part of the indoor air quality of your home, and there's been a lot of nasty stuff floating around lately. Zero Res use patented Zero Res water, which does a better job breaking down the dirt and the grime to get carpets cleaner, all while not leaving behind that crunchy, sticky residue like detergent cleansers do. This means your carpets not only get cleaner, but they stay cleaner longer, and they feel great under your bare feet. Zero Res cleans upholstery, tile floors, wood floors, area rugs, and stair runners. Just ask for a quote. For professional scheduling, service, and respect of your home and satisfaction, follow up. Book your next appointment online at ZeroResBoise.com or call 208-383-1000. That's 208-383-1000. Get 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Joe Prin. This is the Home Fix Show on News Talk KBOI. Had an email question come in uh, asking, since we were talking about tools and organization and stuff a little bit, about painting a garage floor. And then in this commercial break, you just heard the ad from... Uh, Brian and his team, uh, Eve, and the whole family at The Painting Pro. Uh, Brian does not do that. The Painting Pro does not do these epoxy or these speckled finish uh, garage floors. It's just not one of the uh, one of the things that they do there. Uh, 
But uh, you've probably heard one of the advertisers and sponsors of many things here in our family of radio stations here and on uh, KTIK and some of the other stations in our grouping here uh, from Row Paint, uh, rowpaint.com. They do that a lot, and I've heard very good things about their work and their products that they're using. I've I've always been concerned a little bit about the do-it-yourself kits that are sold in these uh, in the home centers and the hardware stores for doing the garage floors. I think the products themselves are probably okay. Uh, however, I know that these professionals have access to more of a, an, an industrial quality. I don't want to say that the do-it-yourself stuff that you buy at the hardware stores have been like dumbed down or anything, uh, but I got a feeling that the industrial stuff is probably less forgiving. And in that sense, I mean that the professional using it knows how to work that product in temperature and coverage and application and tool and technique and everything a lot better than somebody that's learning it for the first time, uh, doing it with the instructions that come in a kit or a video or something uh, from, from the hardware store. So the, uh, the material that the pros use, I think the material is much different than what we can buy ourselves to start with. And then I think what it really comes from, and uh, Don uh, McNeil at Storage Solutions, uh, one of our sponsors here on the show, he used to do this. He, he's, he doesn't do that anymore, but uh, he's still doing, of course, all of the monkey bars organizing systems and the cabinetry and all the other uh, space solutions that he can do for you after this is done or even before in some cases. But um, it was the preparation work that always surprised me. You know, how much work had to go into, in some cases, grinding down certain places in the floor or filling them in or bringing a low spot up or trying to get a grease stain out and etching the floor so that the materials would stick to it. So the first time you drive your your car onto it after being out on the hot road in the summer, you're not uh, pulling the paint up off of the floor uh, and, and doing it doing it the right way. So I, I think if you're getting that uh, thought in your head that you want to upgrade the, the floor surface of your garage, and for a lot of reasons, one, it, it makes it look just, just fantastic and adds just an incredible perceived value to the home and the space. It makes you want to take care of it much more and protect it and keep it cleaner, which is always a lot safer. Um, textures can be added, so it's a non-slip surface in the wintertime. You can clean it out a lot better, and, and it just looks nice. It looks neat and neat and clean, and maybe it's part of that more finished garage that certain houses and uh, s- certain home price ranges and neighborhoods almost expect to have that a little bit. But, um, you know, dollar for dollar, and I, and I think with the amount of time that goes into it, I, I think this is one of those projects that I'd say if, if there's any way possible that you can work it into your budget to let the professional do it, I would. Even though you may be fully capable of doing it, I don't think it's a, a learning curve that you want to do. I've seen some, some people that have tried real hard and then and, and failed on it. They run out of the sprinkles halfway through, and then what do you do? Or they get too much in one spot and not enough in the other, and it looks kind of 
uh, blotchy and things. So there's there's a lot of stuff that the pros do on that garage floor painting that um, I got to give them some some respect for what they do because they they make it look easy and that can be very dangerous for for you and I. Well, I could do that. I, I saw what they did there. There's not that much to it. There's there's a lot more to it than, than what a lot of us a lot of us see. And that uh, that takes me into our our next uh, topic here. Uh, last week on the show, we got into a survey a little bit uh, from uh, LendingTree.com put out a survey, and uh, the the big one liner, you know, the headline that came out of this was that seventy two percent of us homeowners would rather make improvements to our house than to sell it and move on to something else. Uh, now, when they say we'd rather make these improvements, that could be maybe we are doing that ourselves, or maybe we are hiring a professional to do it, or a company, or a designer, or somebody to coordinate it or something. It, it doesn't say who's actually doing the work necessarily. Well, yeah, actually it does later in the survey, but uh, it just says that 72% of us uh, would, uh, so almost you know three quarters of us would rather make improvements to what we already have right now than to sell it and have to move because I, I'm sure you're just like many of the people living within uh, you know the broadcast range of, of our station here, uh, or actually it's anywhere in the country right now. If you had to buy the house that you are living in right now, could you afford to do that? Not many people can answer yes to that. Their homes have appreciated so much in value, and when you see the house across the street or, you know, a couple doors down for you and you see that selling price and you're just going, oh my gosh. And then the next day they sell it and you think, you know, who's buying these houses and all that? How can they afford this and that? Well, they can with their lifestyle. We don't know where their money's coming from or what they brought from somewhere else where they sold it, but that that's not the point. The point is you, you know, could you afford to buy your house again today with your income level, your wherewithal, your savings, you know, whatever you're, you're doing, could you afford to buy the house that you, you're living in? And the answer for a lot of people is no. So uh, that 72% that say they'd rather make upgrades uh, to their existing house or renovate them or something rather than sell them, um, that may not be a choice. Uh, you may be having to make these upgrades because Maybe some stuff's falling apart. Maybe uh, it's not just a change for the sake of change. It's a change based on necessity. But then for some of us, as we get older, or we find ourselves in a different physical condition than what we were, and all the bedrooms are upstairs, and you no longer can make it up and down the stairs that easy, and you need to convert you know, that, that family room and put up a wall and make a bedroom out of it or something so you can be all on the main floor because stairs just aren't something you want to do anymore. Uh, that, that could be what's forcing some people to do <coughs> these changes to their home. So what is most uh, desired? What is most popular versus most desired? Uh, that's, that, that's two interesting categories because there are popular improvements and projects that people take on around their house. And then there's things that people really desire to do. Now, it's maybe not saying that they are going to do it, but it's desired. The survey says uh, what homeowners want to upgrade isn't necessarily what they are reworking or what they're working on this spring or summer. 
and the cost for all of this is very significant. Uh, if money wasn't an issue, what an interesting survey question. If money wasn't an issue, what would you most want to do to your house? Okay, so money's not a problem. Maybe it's not a problem for you. Maybe, maybe letting loose of it is a problem for you. But if money wasn't an issue, what would you most want to do to your house? What would you do? Tara, I mean, if, if you could do anything to your house, now you got to stay in your house, and you could do anything to that house, what would you do? What's realistic and real? It's not like, okay, I'm going to put on a four-car garage because your lot's not big enough to do that. What, what would you do? I would update my kitchen. Okay. You, you are right in there. <laughs> 18% of the people that surveyed said exactly that. They want to renovate their kitchens. Their kitchens are old. They're worn out. They're out of style. They're not meeting their needs. They're just ready for a change, whatever it was. 18% said they wanted to renovate your kitchen. Okay, so now your kitchen's done. Now what would you do next? Um, replace the carpet. Okay, carpeting. Uh, let's see if that shows up here on the list a little bit. Ah, okay, 6% of survey people said they want to replace some of their flooring in some some way or another. Uh, bathrooms was the next biggest one after kitchens. 13% of the people said bathrooms. Uh, let's see, what. Uh, so going down the list here a little bit, these are some of the, yeah, and this is, a, okay, if money wasn't an issue, 8% people said they'd put in a pool or a hot tub. Okay, uh, 7% need a new roof. Uh, 6% want to add on an entire room, uh, 6% with the flooring, uh, flooring changes, 6% put in a deck or a patio, upgrading windows, painting the interior, painting the exterior, finishing off their basement or attic, 4%, upgrade or add fencing around their uh, their property. Okay, yeah, I picked that one. Yeah, okay, so 3% of people responding to this uh, want to do that. Uh, upgrade insulation, upgrade their plumbing, update some of the fixtures. They don't say what that is, whether that's lighting or plumbing. I'd say probably light fixtures in the house. So overall, 62% of homeowners say there are some improvements that they want to make, but right now can't quite afford those, uh, those things. So they're working on that. They're waiting for either the cost of materials to come down. Um, well, it says here, while the costs are a key factor, uh, they believe that time and inconvenience may also play a role in the discrepancy somewhat of what homeowners want and then what they're actually doing. So, yeah, there's a lot of uh, psychology that goes into this. How, how disruptive is this to our lifestyle and our savings account or the checking account? Um, somewhere in this thing, and I can't find where it is right now, but they were talking about going into debt to do this. And I was pleasantly surprised to see how many people do not want to pay for these renovations by going into debt. Uh, And that makes sense when you uh, extrapolate that back into the fact that you are putting this money in to stay in this house. Maybe they finally have just gotten things paid down or paid off to a level that they can afford to stay living in this house and they don't want to increase that by refinancing or something. So uh, there are ways to do that without going into, uh, you know, additional debt and uh, perhaps saving up for another year or something or making some changes, maybe doing some yourself and hiring some out and reducing the cost down or 
hoping that some of the material costs would uh, come down to make this more feasible for a lot of people. But uh, overall, yeah, three out of four people uh, have very serious desires to change their house rather than move. Now, there's also people that say, no, I don't need to change anything about my house. I like it just the way it is. Everything's just fine. Good. Those that do are getting pretty serious about it now with the cost of housing going up so much and them saying, yeah, I could I could sell my house for a lot of money right now, but where would I go? We'll be back. More of the Home Fix Show on News Talk KBY after this. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Joe is always telling you to surround yourself with good people to help you take care of the things around your home. Pestcom can check off two of those boxes for you. Pestcom will take care of properly scheduled, professionally applied pest controls that are pet and environmentally safe, all while keeping away the mice, spiders, and bugs. Pestcom will also care for your lawn with the right timing for weed control and fertilizations. They'll help you build a plan for your lawn that will make for a sturdy, healthy turf, which may require less water and will handle stress better. Bring Pestcom into your circle of trusted companies to help with your home. Mention you listen to The Home Fix Show and your first treatment will be half price. Call today for an appointment to measure and look at your home and property. 208-495-5636. 208-495-5636. That's 208 208- Four nine five five six three six, or learn more about additional services at pestcom.com. Did you know that you can have your bathtub converted to a shower in as little as one day? It's true. You've heard Jesse and Jeff from Custom Bath Solutions on the Home Fix Show talking about this with Joe. They have a beautiful showroom in Meridian where you can see full-size displays of their locally made showers and enclosures. And these best bath components have a 30-year warranty. If this is what you need to make your bathing safer and more enjoyable, call or visit Custom Bath Solutions. But maybe you need a bigger scale bathroom remodel. Not a problem. Custom Bath Solutions can help with all bathroom remodeling projects start to finish. Visit Custom Bath Solutions at 480 East Franklin Road in Meridian or call 208-888-7561. That's 208-888-7561. 7561 for custom bath solutions. Shower yourself with comfort. Custom bath solutions. The Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage, your local home lender, can help you with every aspect of mortgage lending, whether you're buying or refinancing or even building a home. The Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage is here for you. Many people are just now realizing how much equity they have in their homes and looking for ways that they can remodel, add on, or just update their existing home. If you're looking for ways to finance a project like this, start with a conversation with Terry Hefner at Guild Mortgage. He can help you analyze the complete situation and choose an option that best fits you and your goals. Don't get stressed out or confused. Relax and let Terry Hefner and his team of professionals help you with your financing. Call 208-599-8500 or visit terryhefner.com. Terry Hefner is NMLS 95796. The company is NMLS 3274. Guild Mortgage is an equal housing lender. 208 208- 
599-8500. Electricians have to be both talented and very knowledgeable. They have to be creative when you want lighting, outlets, and switches added into your home. And they have to do it so that everything is up to the current electrical codes and safe for you and your family. Dave at Consumer Electric and Cable would like to be your go-to electrician when you need help. Rooms get repurposed into offices. Families grow. New electrical devices come into our lives. And as we grow older, we want more lighting or automation to enhance our lives. Dave at Consumer Electric and Cable can help you with all of this and a whole lot more. What are you wanting out of your electrical system? Talk to Dave and let him take care of it. Maybe it's even time to get that new hot tub or spa or to remodel the garage into that dream workshop or craft area. Consumer Electric and Cable, 208-939-8333. That's 208-939-8333. 208-939-8333. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. There's one thing in this survey, though, that I think these guys forgot about or missed or something, or maybe I just didn't find it in the, in the readings here. I mean, this thing was like 20 pages long when I was reading it. But, um, and it's something that's happening to us here in Idaho, particularly southern Idaho. Um, I can't speak for other places because I just don't know, but here around the, the Boise and the Treasure Valley area, um, the survey did say that most homeowners are preferring a do-it-yourself approach to these projects that they are taking. You know, it's, it, they said, you know, that it's not surprising that, you know, three-quarters of respondents to the survey say that they'll do at least part of the work themselves, uh, particularly as most of them responded also that they want to keep the costs of these projects to a minimum. However, I think one of the other things that's going on too is there's a, a line. If if you could graph the psychology of this thing, uh, the 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 line that would show up on the graph of desire to get this project done from you know just a little bit of interest to getting it done to this burning intense desire up here in on this line, and as that line goes up, uh, then it's also the availability, one of the money. So there's that line. And then there's also another line of if you do want to hire this out to a professional, if you wanted to hire this out to a, a contractor to come in and, uh, you know, do this, do this work for you, there's an incredible difficulty in getting some of that done right now. Uh, one of our listeners to the show, she uh, lives down the street from me and, you know, hi, Patty. And she was, you know, saying uh, that she wanted to get some gravel delivered into their property, you know, like five yards of this beautiful stone gravel. And they wanted to put it around some of the bed areas and around trees and bushes and all that and wanted to, you know, find somebody to do that. That's hard to do right now. So the desire line is way up there. And, you know, the availability of the materials, that's there. And the affordability of the project, maybe that's there. But physically trying to find somebody to do it right now, that may be a problem. So do you end up doing this yourself just because you can't get a contractor? So 
it doesn't surprise me that such a high percentage of these projects are being taken on, taken on in a do-it-yourself format. Um, and I don't think that's always by choice. I think that the desire to get the project done overcomes where we normally would say, well, normally I would hire this out, but I'm just not going to find anybody that's going to be able to do it. So I'm going to take this on myself. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to learn. Yes, it's going to take me four times as long and I might make some mistakes and it might not be as, as fast or as, as quick or as good as what maybe a contractor could do, but it's the only way that I'm going to get, get this thing done. So it got me thinking about that conversation that we had here on the show a while back about, you know, how, how hard it is getting contractors and especially when you're not living in town, quote, in town uh, all the time, when you don't live in the big city where there's this large pool of contractors, what do you do when you're trying to get a project done in Donnelly or Idaho City or in Marsing? Um, I'm kind of wondering where you folks are, are finding uh, a lot of these specialty trades that may be showing up on that list of desired projects that you want to get done because one of the other things pointed out in the survey is this is not just respondents who live in the suburbs of the larger communities. Uh, this is this is everybody just across all kinds of income levels and styles of houses, age of homes, demographics of the people. It it's it just seems to be a, a a thing right now going on that so many of us want to make these uh, these changes, these upgrades, these repairs, these improvements to our homes, but yet pricing and availability of contractors seems to be the the big problem. So we're taking a lot of this on for ourselves. Well, good for us. Good for us. We're going to get it done. Uh, you know, we're going to get it done one way or the other. But um, I think that dynamic really changes with uh, folks that don't live in Ada County or Canyon County. And we're going to hit that when we come back after the, uh, the news break a little bit here. Uh, what I've heard, and I would be interested in hearing from you too, what you do to find your contractors and uh, that, you know, are they traveling to you? I'm hearing so many that are saying, you know, I'm just not taking jobs in certain areas because I can either spend, you know, three, four hours of my day behind the windshield getting to and from these places, or I could be, you know, doing a job for another customer. And right now I'd rather do that. So, uh, you know, if you do live in McCall or Cascade, Idaho City or Parma, Sand Hollow, Marsing, Notice, Ketchum, Mountain Home. Are, are you having difficulties getting people to, uh, to show up and do work at your house? Or is, or is it not a problem? Are, are the locals, quote unquote, are they responding? Are they taking care of their community? Or are you just uh, not getting things done right now? Or, or like these other folks, are you just going to are you just going to just do it yourself and get it done? Uh, I'd like to hear from you. 208. 336-3700. Think about that a minute. We'll give us a call during the news here. We'll get you up first when we come back with more of the Home Fix Show here on News Talk KBOI. This is... 
is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. Good morning to you and welcome to The Home Fix Show. We're about halfway through our program this morning and really glad that you could join us today and listen in for part of it. If you'd like to participate in the show by asking some questions about projects that you are working on or thinking about taking on and need a little bit of advice or help or suggestions, that's what I'm here for today, uh, ready to talk to you. So grab your phone, punch in 208-336-3700, 208-336-3700, and we can chat. Uh, you could also send an email to joe at joeprin.com. That's spelled P-R-I-N, joe at joeprin.com. If you... Uh, don't want to talk, but you still want to get your question answered. I'll try to uh, get to those as we can. Uh, Tara, you raised a really good subject there that we probably should touch on during the news break. Uh, you want to go through that again? I did. Yeah, about the taxes, the notices oh. going out. Well, yeah, my neighbor sent me a text last night asking if I received that in the mail, and I didn't receive anything new, but she was a little upset that... Um, Boise or Ada County isn't capping the property tax. Mm -hmm. And she had a few choice words to say about that. <laughs> and, I, and I'm sure a lot of people will. I saw uh, I, my friend Stuart had uh, posted on his uh, social media page that uh, I believe it was his property tax went is or what is it? Something went up 28% and then the assessed value of the house went up like 46% in that. And uh, yes, as the housing market changes and the values go up on the houses, this is where it shows up a little bit. And I think what your neighbor's referring to is there are some places, some, it's not everywhere except here, but it is some, some places install a limit, a cap, a ceiling on property taxes, that they can only go up so much. Maybe they're based on the purchase price of the home and uh, the day one kind of rates that are there. And they say, okay, this can only go up, you know, at a most 5% or 3% or 10% or whatever. Because where this comes into play is you think about somebody that maybe bought their home 40 years ago and now find themselves, you know, later in their life on on more of a fixed income situation or retirement savings. And yet this continues to go up and up and up and up. And you hear about people being taxed out of their homes. That's uh, that's very possible. That's what happens in a lot of communities where the personality changes or a neighborhood becomes very desirable all of a sudden. And those $200,000 houses are now going for a million dollars. And so the taxes, the property taxes on that uh, goes up from what was a $200,000 rate, which was maybe what you could afford at that moment in time. And now it's five times that, and that can make it unaffordable to where somebody just says, I can't afford to live here anymore. And then they have to sell out and find something else. And we, we know how that goes in, in a market like this too. So she's I, I, th I think she's very justified in, in being concerned about this. And that's why uh, if there's a way that we can contact <clears throat> the appropriate, <clears throat> excuse me, 
the appropriate people that uh, they, that could actually you know do something about this. We should, we we should do that. So, and I, and there is there is movement in that direction. We'll see. But uh, for now, yes, there's going to be a lot of uh, very surprised people when they either open up that email or that envelope and they see what their new assessments and their their taxable values are. So it it may be nice if you're trying to sell your house and uh, you just see this this crazy amount of money that you can get for your property. But uh, the the other side of that is you've got to you've got to pay for that in the meantime while you're living there in the form of of property taxes and the assessed value on your house. And those percentages could be very, very different. And there are some methods where you can protest that. You could argue that. You could try to negotiate some of that. Uh, you can go through that. You don't have to just uh, accept it as it is. But uh, you you may or may not get anywhere in that in that process. So just, just be aware of that. That uh, if you see it, don't wait. If you want to initiate some conversation about how much you're having to pay, you better get on it right away. I believe you can also go online and find out the information for your your property before receiving anything uh, in the mail. So as we were talking about just before the uh, the top of the hour there, we were talking about getting contractors to show up or do work uh, when you don't live in the more populated areas of our our communities, because I get I get calls all the time from listeners who uh, live where we're down down here. Us in town would say, "Oh yeah, these are people who live up in the mountains, or people that have vacation or second homes or cabins that they need to have some work on, or folks that are in the uh, the more outlying areas from the metro areas of Boise and Nampi Caldwell." They ask, they all ask me the same question. You know, I can't get anybody here to fix my or to do this to sheetrock or install carpeting or I can't get a plumber to show up or something. Can you recommend somebody? And 99% of the time I can't. And I, I do feel bad about that. And I try to offer suggestions. And, uh, but I, I usually hear from these people that they, well, we talked to five people and three people never called back. And the two that did only one showed up to look at the work and then they never came back or something. So, or they keep putting us off. Uh, so, so, you know, what is going on here you know that it's nothing against you personally i don't think and it's not like your house is a lot different than you know any other ones that are, that are built they're all kind of the sort of the same uh it it and it's not like you're not willing to to pay somebody to do the work you you understand that you probably have to pay a little extra for that or more for that that's the privilege of living in some of those uh, uh less populated areas you know that that comes with a cost. It's just that that job is viewed by a lot of these contractors as being out of their area. And for some of them, that makes them not want to do that. It's not maybe even the travel distance or that you're, you're willing to pay for that. It's that it takes them away from if they had to respond to maybe another one of their projects and they had to, you know, set the tools down and run down the street or across town for half an hour. You can't do that when you're maybe two hours away. So that makes them just say, no, I'm just not going to take, take that job on. But, uh, you know, I also understand that many contractors need to be near their jobs or what they're going on, but, uh, and, and they may have these, these multiple 
crews spread out all over all over town and they need to supervise them and they don't have dedicated equipment or trucks or tools or one particular person that they can send for somewhere. So that's why I think it's important for for those of us in these situations to maybe try to talk to as many people we can, you know, that are around us where we do live and find out who they use and who can help when you need it and write down some names and ask for the phone numbers or ask for the email addresses. Um, you know, find out who these, uh, these local folks are that can work for you. Um, a person I know has a really, really nice cabin. It's actually, it's, it's a house up in Cascade and he goes into town to one of the restaurants for lunch. And when he sees or hears some of the contractors talking, or he can tell that they are contractors in there that are working in the community, you know, he'll introduce himself and he'll talk to them and find out what they're doing and, and, you know, how often they're in this area or, or do they live around here? And he'll try to gather up business cards or take a picture of their truck or something. Cause he knows if they're there now, they could probably be there again. And so when he needs things like maybe some concrete placed or a roof installed or patched or some painting done, he, um, he can look through that information and say, call him up and say, Oh, I remember seeing your truck at the cafe down here. Or, you know, I, I live like 15 minutes away from here. Can you come, come talk to me about that or something? So it's that, uh, it's that word of mouth that, uh, so many are at a loss to get into that loop on. Um, you have to figure that there are people out there that will do what's needed. You just got to find them and then, uh, be patient for that response because things are probably just not happening as fast for you as they are for others. And, and even that's relative now. So, um, uh, but that's, that's probably one of the things that you enjoy about being away from the city is that little bit, uh, I guess, slower pace. I don't know if it's any slower. You might be having to work your tail off there, but it's, uh, it, it's just a different pace and it forces you to plan ahead a lot more and maintain good contacts with the people that you you have around you. Um, we'll chat on that just a little tiny bit more, but if, if you have input on that or what projects are you working on, I'd love to hear from you this morning. If there's anything that I could help with or lend an opinion for you, our number in the studio here is 208-336-3700. 208-336-3700. You can also send an email to joe at joeprin.com. We'll be back right after this. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. There are lots of elements that make up the exterior of your home. They all work together to protect the structure, you, and everything inside. So when you need some help with those elements, like siding, trim, soffits, and fascia, or porches and entryways, Bill Bott of Bott's Exteriors is ready to help you out. Now is the time to take care of those needed repairs, or it could be the time for an updated appearance for your home. Rest assured, when you choose Bott's Exteriors, they have been helping Idaho families with their homes for decades. Bill and his team are very experienced and will bring the skill and efficiency to your home. Quality work and honest, friendly service from start to finish is why Bots has so many repeat customers. Give Bots Exteriors a call and ask them to visit your house for a quote. 208-870-4324. That's Bots Exteriors. 208-870-4324. 
Making the decision to sell your home or buy a new one is very big. And when you choose your realtor, you want to know you're with a team that will be committed and with you for the complete process. Matt Bauscher has been voted the number one real estate agent in the Boise area and is the founding partner at Amherst Madison. For you, that means an incredible team of professionals that will help you reach your goal, respect your time, your family, and your desires. Look at current listings or read what Matt's clients have to say at BauscherRealEstate.com. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Bauscher provides equal professional service without regard to race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, favorite basketball team, or sexual orientation of any prospective client, customer, or the residents of any community. Reach Matt at BauscherRealEstate.com. Let's get that project started. Hop in the truck right now and head for High Desert Hardwood. The materials you need for that woodworking project are waiting for you. Jump on your computer and visit HighDesertHardwood.com to review the current stock list. But wait, here's why you want to make the trip today. There are things you cannot see till you're there. That special one-off cut, that perfect block for your turning, that smaller piece that is perfect for what you need, or that extra wide board that you just never see, except at High Desert. Yeah, you need to find the keys and get moving. Open Monday through Saturday at 1758 East State Street on the east end of Eagle or call 208-939-9366. High Desert is for woodworkers and is owned and operated by woodworkers. They get it. You want to find exactly what you need. Find it at High Desert Hardwood, 1758 East State Street in Eagle, 208-939-9366. Don't let your tile grout get the best of you. Call Permatreat and things will get easier for you from here forward. When Permatreat arrives, they will start with a thorough deep cleaning. And if needed, they can also repair any chipped or missing grout. Then comes the careful application of the Permatreat sealant, the last sealant you will ever need. While you're thinking about this, Permatreat also seals masonry and stone surfaces, backsplashes, patios, driveways, and sidewalks, and tinted or stained concrete. If you want to seal it and keep it stain-free and looking good, call Permatreat now to set up your free quote, 208-895-0000. That's not a typo, 208-895-0000. Permatreat is the way to avoid all the scrubbing, scraping, and nasty chemicals of trying to keep your grout lines clean. Imagine all the extra time you'll have as well as a great-looking tile grout and sealed surfaces. Do you remember that phone number? 208 208- Eight nine five zero 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 four Permatreat. This is the Treasure Valley's longest-running home show for over thirty-three years. You're listening to the Home Fix Show with Joe Prin on News Talk KBOI. Some of you listening to the show right now may have uh, just joined us here in Idaho uh, a month, week, a couple months ago, or something. You're new to the area and. Perhaps you had all of these contacts uh, where, you, where you moved from. Maybe you had all these people in Missouri or whatever that uh, you knew who the sheetrocker was, the painter, the, the insulator, the roofer, and, and now you've got to start over. How do you do that? How do you surround yourself with a, a team like this? How can you figure that out, you know, that uh, who is the, the, the person that can help you with 
this particular thing? Well, of course, you can talk to neighbors. You, you're starting to develop somewhat of a social circle. You can ask around. Um, I've never been too much of a, a fan of, you know, just going online and searching because uh, we know that the illusion of greatness is easily fabricated on websites and online and uh, and in different formats. It, it's always that person-to-person thing that you trust the most, but maybe you haven't gotten into a social community yet or a church community or you don't know the neighbors yet or who you who you can talk to there's there's another thing that i found though that does seem to work out fairly effective uh and and seems to be have a fairly high rate of success for people and that's that if you go down to the locust local or the nearest i guess uh supply place to the trades that you are looking for. So let's say uh, you need painting done and there's a paint store in your town. There's a Sherwin-Williams or there's a, uh, you know, a, a Rhoda or whatever. There's, there's a paint store near you. Maybe it's in the hardware store. They, they sell paint there and you need painting done. Go there and ask them and say, who do you have a customer of yours? Who do you know that could come paint my bathroom or the outside of my house or stain my fence or refinish my deck or whatever. Um, they probably have that name because surely there is some a professional that does business with them or when they are in your area, that's where they buy their supplies if they need extra or something. Uh, maybe that's, that's a good source. So you, you find that out. Maybe you need some structural framing done or something built on a bigger scale, go to the lumber yard that's closest to you and say, you know, I live, you know, six miles from here or whatever. I need a contractor that can do this. Who, who around here does that? Because a lot of times you're going to find that some of these, uh, some of these people that, that you find, they don't have websites. They don't do print or radio advertising. And sometimes you can't even find their phone numbers listed anywhere because they, they work off of their cell phone. They may have uh, some business cards printed up. They might not even have anything on, on the side of their truck or their trailer, but uh, somebody knows them. And uh, with with business the way it is, that word of mouth of transferring and telling you who's who, that's, that's a great way to find out who these people are. Um, and then it is your responsibility, too, not to just make the one contact and then set the phone down and just stare at it and hope that it, it's going to ring in the next hour, day, week, or whatever. You may have to, uh, you know, get on get on this a little more and be a little proactive and, and call back a couple times because I know how that goes. I know I've written down numbers or I've actually hit the delete rather than the save on the message and whoops, that one's gone. Okay, so, uh, so that works out pretty good. And uh, I hope that if you are going to be part of that, 77% of people that the survey that we were talking about or 74% of the people that are taking on these projects because they're choosing to stay in their homes and make the desired upgrades and improvements so that they can enjoy their surroundings a little bit better or they're modifying them because they have to so that they can physically stay in their homes longer because selling is not an option. And it's not that you're not going to get a lot of money for the house. It's the fact that where are you going to go? What, what are you going to buy with the way things things are? So you're just going to stay there and you want to make sure that it gets 
gets done the way you want. Let's hit our bottom of the hour break. We'll come back and I'll talk some more about subjects that I've prepared things for, but I would love to hear from you this morning. What are you working on? 208-336-3700. Tell you about uh, something that was supposed to be so simple and so easy, and of course I've made it into way more than it needed to be. Kind of known for that a little bit, I guess. I'll tell you the latest evolution of a, a playhouse when we come back with more of the Home Fix Show right after this. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Jeez, I am really having trouble finding a general contractor that I can trust. It feels a bit like looking for the elusive Sasquatch. Hey, you just remodeled your kitchen and it looks amazing. How did you find your contractor? Oh, it was easy. You just call Sasquatch. Wait, what? Sasquatch is real? Oh, yeah. Sasquatch is real and great to work with. You just have to do the Sasquatch call. Oh, I see. Like this? Yeah, that was close. But you can also call him at 208 268 8080. Well, that seems way easier. Does Sasquatch do social? Oh, for sure. Sasquatch is insta-famous. The Squatch also has a website. It's sasquatchcontracting.com. So that's 208-268-8080 and sasquatchcontracting.com? Yep, you got it. Wow, it looks like Sasquatch Contracting does all sorts of renovations and additions. Yep, Sasquatch Contracting can tackle any project you throw at them. Just give them a call or 208-268-8080. Sasquatch Contracting, what you've been looking for but couldn't find until now. How do you make the most of your land? Well, that depends on who you ask. Let's visit the Wren family. The Wrens do it on a John Deere mower. Rodney Wren says, being on that mower, it's my happy place. Next door, the Hubbards, they work behind the wheel of a John Deere compact tractor. According to Jordan Hubbard, every project for us is a new experience. And across the street, the Mosers, they drive a John Deere Gator UTV. Michelle Moser says, we're always switching gears. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. How will you make the most of yours? Nothing runs like a deer. Stop by and see Campbell Tractor and bring your neighbors. Campbell Tractor, 2014 North Franklin Boulevard in Nampa. Campbell Tractor stores are also in Homedale, Fruitland, Glens Ferry, Wendell, and Ontario. Visit CampbellTractor.com to see more right now. That's CampbellTractor.com. Did you find a hanger on your doorknob, or maybe it was an ad you saw on Facebook, or maybe even a card came in the mail? Yep, there is no shortage of people that want to clean your dryer vent for you. But why is it that these folks try to compare themselves to Dryer Vent Wizard? It's because Mike and his team have been cleaning and servicing dryer vents for many years now and have set the standard for what is the best. Hey, nothing against trying to be the best, but as a listener to the Home Fix Show, you can have the best without question. Dryer Vent Wizard. Making your clothes dry faster, making your home safer, keeping utility bills lower, all while providing professional experience, service, and materials. Call Mike at Dryer Vent Wizard. Here's the special Home Fix listener phone number, 208-340-1070. That's 208-340-1070 for Dryer Vent Wizard. Or schedule online at idadryerguy.com. Dryer Vent Wizard. 
Here's a reminder to get a second opinion. If you have been told that you need a new furnace for any reason, please get a second opinion from Heating Equipment Company, a sponsor of the Home Fix Show. All too often, the panic of not having a furnace takes over the rational decision-making of finding out exactly what is going on. Many times, the professional technicians at Heating Equipment Company can repair your furnace, no matter the brand, for much less than a new furnace. Now, don't get me wrong. There are times a new furnace is necessary. And if that's the case for you, trust Heating Equipment Company, a Lennox premier dealer, to present you with several choices of award-winning Lennox products so you can get what is right for you. Don't settle for anything less than a fully informed decision. Call Heating Equipment Company today at 208-459-2212 or visit them online at heatingequipmentcompany.com. Again, 208-459-2212 or online at heatingequipmentcompany.com. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. Just got a note from uh, Rick. Uh, Rick, if you're listening, uh, I sent you back a reply here. It says, I clicked on your trusted resource and uh, the page wasn't available. Have you discontinued your list? No. Here's what's happening. If you go to any previously bookmarked or saved version of my trusted resource list and try to bring it up, you're going to get an error message that that list isn't there. That's because it updates. And every time it updates, it gets some new web address or something. So the only way you can make sure that you're going to the most current one, or you get one that's like five years old or something, uh, the only way you can get the most current home fix list is just type in joeprin.com into your browser, into that line on Google or uh, Microsoft Explorer or whatever. Just type in joeprin.com and hit enter. And it'll take you right to my website. And it says, click here. It says for the list. And then it comes up on your page. And it works every time I've been able to talk anybody through it. They go, oh, okay, I see what I was doing wrong. So it's there. It works fine. Uh, we're just uh, going down a dead-end street uh, somehow on the other way. But thanks for asking, Rick. Yes, it, it, it is there. Um, a lot of people use that list, and I'm, I'm thankful for that. Uh, 208-336-3700 is how you can join us on the show today, 208 208- Three three six three seven zero zero. If you'd like to talk, uh, perhaps sometime this week with the coming weather, uh, we don't want to do this when it's too hot. But maybe your house needs a bath. <laughs> we often take our car to the car wash. It's too bad we can't take our house to the house wash. Uh, there are people that can come to your home and give your house that bath, or you could choose to do this yourself. Uh, this would be a, a good project for you to do every now and then. Uh, uh, it can, you know, does, does it really do anything to make the house any better? Well, I don't know. You know, I, I think getting a layer of dust and dirt and cobwebs off the house and all that. Yeah, it probably can because when one thing gets a little bit out of control, it can attract something else that could do some damage and bugs and, and stuff. And this also puts you a little more in tune with the exterior surfaces and elements and systems of your house and perhaps you can spot something that needs a little bit of attention that uh, may have gone unnoticed. So yes, you can give your house a bath much like you would give your car a bath. Just uh, 
Kind of the same thing, just on a bigger scale, of course. Uh, I would start, if I was doing this, which I've done this, uh, I would start by cleaning out all of the gutters first. They seem to be kind of a difficult area to get to in some cases and clean them out, not only on the inside, if you don't have any type of uh, filters or protection systems for the leaves on it, uh, but then also on the outside, if they have overflowed uh, a little bit or over uh, dribbled over the edges and the bottom edge is a little bit dirty, you can scrub those. Uh, you could even get one of the pole sanders, uh, which is used in sheetrock work. This is a telescopic pole usually, or you could use a painter's pole. And on the end of it is a pad that holds a particularly sized piece of sandpaper uh, for doing sheetrock work. Uh, some people call it dragon skin, or there is some sandpaper for that that fits into this thing. <coughs> but also just a folded up washcloth put onto this tool, which is usually made out of foam rubber and plastic or aluminum so the water doesn't hurt it. Uh, that can be put in a bucket of soapy water, and you can go up to the underside of the gutters and scrub them down a little bit and get rid of all those spots and dribbles and drips and everything that's on there without having to get up on a ladder and just run those up and down the bottom of the gutters and clean those off. So you can give that part a bath. Uh, then you can rinse that all off. Then you move on to the walls and the soffits. Uh, maybe the soffit vents need to be cleaned out like we talked about a few weeks ago. Maybe a vacuuming works or a little bit of air pressure. You may need to actually pull the metal vents down and give them a bath and uh, bang them out like you would a window screen and then put them back up there again so that we get good airflow into the attic and get rid of all the spider webs and the cottonwood fibers that have collected in there. That's It's good when those vents get plugged up, I guess, because it shows that the vacuuming effect of hot air rising in the attic is actually working and we're pulling fresh air into those soffits. Uh, then you're going to want to start rinsing off the siding one section at a time and hose it down to get it wet first. Uh, if you need to get a scrub brush on the end of a pole or something, you can do that. A little soap and water and scrub it in case a flyby bird uh, did a poop bombing run onto the side of your house and uh, you need to scrub that off or something else that's, that's made its way on there. Uh, you, you'll probably see a lot of this dirt just roll off of the walls and uh, just rinse it on down from top to bottom. Try not to inject a lot of water up underneath the edge of sidings or around trim where it goes to uh, windows or outside corners. I mean, don't purposefully try to flood water into those areas. Just do it straight on as if uh, the rain was running down there. You can scrub things off cobwebs and splash staining and all that. And then, uh, then you can do the windows. Just rinse them down gently, uh, rinse everything off, and then clean the windows with a, uh, a scrub brush and uh, use a, a squeegee on them if you can get to them or with an extension pole, do that. Uh, if light fixtures need to be dried off, maybe you need to take the glass out and rinse those off and clean the dust off of the bulbs and put everything back on. And uh, maybe the house numbers need to come down and have a new coat of spray paint put on and put those up on, on there again or maybe change the color around them. And then just move around the house section by section. Try to work in the shade as much as you can so you don't get any water spots and dry. And while you're doing this, look for any repairs that you know, may need to be made. Maybe you can just make notes of this mentally or photographically uh, for later. Areas that may need some caulking or paint touch-up and 
uh, or any wood repairs there. If you have trees and brushes and shrubs and all that stuff, and if there's any of that that has grown and is pushing up against the side of the house, if they're done flowering, you can trim them back or clip those back now so that it reduces a direct bug path to the side of the house up there, as well as the plants scraping or staining the the paint or the siding or even the roofing shingles if you've got a a branch that has grown and is now hanging low down onto the roof. Get all that trimmed back and your house is fresh and ready to go and uh, it will look better. It'll make you feel better. It'll look better and uh, just get that layer of dust and pollen and air pollutants and uh, wildfire smoke and all the stuff from the past year. Just uh, get that off your house and uh, everything will brighten up and, and feel a lot better. Uh, let's go to Mark in Eagle. Good morning, Mark. Hi. Hi. I just heard you talking about supply chain, like people that don't live right in town, and yeah. I just had to do a make. I just had to do a redo on a rental house, and uh, it took usually a, a flipper. I mean, just someone going out, coming in. It takes a week to clean the place up, or two weeks. But it took me three months. I had to wait three months for a dishwasher. Wow. And, uh, well, and then, you know, the way rentals are going, you know, that's my, my own, I'm 65. I just turned 65, and my only income is I have three rentals, and that's my end game. You know, and fortunately right now it's kind of inflation neutral because, you know, our dollar is going to be worth half of what it was Two years ago when you but, uh, when you said you had to wait three months to get a dishwasher did that I mean that the whole place yeah did that I mean did. that you couldn't uh you didn't have a tenant in there for those those three months i had to get rid of the tenant because they wouldn't let me do inspect inspections and they trashed the place and uh and the rent that i should have been getting my business was going gangbusters and i wasn't paying attention to my rentals and uh then uh then all of a sudden he wouldn't let me do inspections after five years and i found out he had his psd ptsd or whatever um came back and he started you know he was you know, out of Afghanistan. Well, anyways. Yeah, but what, but I, I guess what I'm getting at is once, once he was gone, you went in there to fix the place up. and Yeah, and then I found out the, there was water damage and water leaks and everything. He wasn't reporting to me. But anyways. It's so you had, you, had a lot more, you had a lot more than just a, a dishwasher to get done. I, I, re, I, I, I rented it to him cheap six years ago. It's in Eagle right down the street from my house. And uh, it needed carpeting, and well, it's just mistakes that you make, you know, being a landlord um, by not being on top of things. But what happened is, I rented it to him cheap, and I paid for new flooring, and he promised to put it in for me. And ah, yeah, big mistake. Get a professional. You know, don't even think about just you know doing a side deal with a tenant yeah I've, anyways I, I redid the whole place yeah i redid the whole place i'll change it, it had been a rental when i purchased it and i knew the property and all of a sudden it came up for sale about six years now it cost me twenty thousand bucks to do all new really high-end quality flooring and all new appliances and had to spend a thousand bucks on the yard and 
But the thing is, is someone can sit there and chuckle when he leaves and, you know, that, oh, I left the place trashed. I don't care about my tall deposit, you know. And, right. You know, those bifold doors are busted down. Doors are broken. and Yeah, I'm told that often. Better. I'm told that often by landlords that uh, the deposit, you know, when when something happens <laughs> that you have to uh, execute on keeping some of that deposit, it's never enough. Yeah, well, I flipped the house, and I got two great, great, great tenants Good. Um, in my two houses, in the, um, and I won't just, but the, the, one of the biggest problems is if I didn't raise the rent a little bit each year and get a new lease, then all of a sudden they're paying $500 less than I should be getting for the house. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and, and then the other side of it too, is they, they would say, you know, in a, in a declining market or a glutton market where, uh, there's all kinds of vacant rentals, you know, would you be willing to reduce it also? You know, that doesn't happen all that often, but, uh, and, and that's written into a lot of leases that there's an annual adjustment that can take place and maybe a, a maximum amount that you can raise up that you may or may not do. Uh, I've even heard of landlords saying, okay, there's, there's, here's a increased protection policy. If you will spend this amount, you know, which is more than maybe what it starts off, but I will not. And here's my signature. I will not raise your rent for, for four years, but then we renegotiate and you can either move on or, or, you know, whatever, but uh, you know, it's coming just just like a mortgage would be if you knew that it was a mortgage that was going to come due in a few years and you had to either pay it off or refinance, the same thing can happen in rental properties. That's what's somewhat interesting about that is you can write up that contract. You're the owner. You can do whatever you want. Um, if, if they choose not to, I guess, as long as you're not, you know, discriminatory, but you can, if they choose not to, they don't have to rent from you. I like to treat my renters as family and I always refer to their the houses that they're in as their house. Yeah. But uh, I told the last renter that took that one house, I says, you know, this is like, you know, I'll, I'll, it's going to be up a hundred bucks next year. And I says, I I won't raise it more than a hundred bucks because I have one property that I bought twenty five years ago. It's in the vat uh, in Las Summerlin, Las Vegas. And I still have that, but I use property management because, like, otherwise, when I lived there and I had five houses, I took care of all the houses myself, except for stuff I couldn't do. But, uh, um, but what I was thinking is just telling them that I won't raise it more than a hundred dollars a month, and if and as long as we keep it like within a, you know, and if 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 Zillow doesn't say that. I should be getting more than a hundred, you know, less than a hundred dollars a month. I won't raise it. Yeah. I think you're doing the, you're the kind of landlord that I think a lot of tenants would like to have. And that's somebody that they can actually talk to. It's not a huge company that there's, there's nobody to talk to that just spits out paperwork and they have to live by it. Um, You also develop the relationship, which I think is very valuable. You, you create within yourself and within your tenants. and, And they, they probably know that, that there's, there's a partnership going on here. You are both benefiting from this arrangement. They're benefiting by getting a place to live that they can afford to live in and they want to live, and uh, they're there, and you're getting 
the income on that because you took the risk to buy the house and taking the risk on them. So there is a there is a partnership there. And when you get that uh, that wonderful tenant that takes incredibly good care of the property like it's their own and you appreciate and reward them for that, uh, they're going to stick around because it's, it's always scary, I'm sure, for you to go out and try to find that new tenant and, and roll the dice and are they going to be a good one or a bad one and uh, you know, are you going to be going through this all again in another few months of the stress and maybe missing a month or two worth of rent? Because that can set you back on your profitability for an entire year quite easily. So now I think you're doing things yeah, the right yeah. way, Mark. It's just uh, it is kind of planning that out. I know some rental property people now, if they say, you know, I know that this tenant's going to be gone in six months or when we renegotiate, I'm going to I'm going to buy the paint and I'm going to buy that dishwasher and that flooring, I'm just going to s- store it here in my garage or a storage unit for when they leave. That way I've got the materials that I can jump in there and do this. Because uh, if you wait until you need them, you're right with supply chain issues, the way they are on the weirdest of things, uh, it may not be available when you want it. So, Yeah, well, the flooring, I had a rude awakening when they told me, well, we can get it here what you want and a week, but to get it installed would take you three weeks back time. Yeah, and so many people, so many of these people now, they will not schedule the labor until the materials are right there that they can put their hands and their eyes on because too many times they've been promised it'll be here next Wednesday. They schedule the labor and it doesn't show up, and then everybody loses. So, yeah, everything, everything takes more time. Mark, thanks for the call. It was good talking to you this morning. That, uh, Good conversation to have. Thank you. We'll be back with more of The Home Fix Show right after this. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. It is an absolute joy to prepare a gourmet meal on quality, solid surface kitchen countertops. The organization of the fresh ingredients, the spices, kneading the bread, and, okay, maybe it's just a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for the kids after school. But it is true. Great countertops do make it a lot more fun to be in the kitchen. When it's time for new countertops, Cutting Edge Kitchens would like to help you get them. Their experienced staff will help you choose the material that best fits your lifestyle, and their fabrication and craftsmanship is the best available. And they do all of their own installation, so you know everything will fit right. Cutting Edge Kitchens is local, and who you should trust with your countertops. Oh, and yes, they do bathroom countertops and large format tile too. Call Cutting Edge Kitchens at 208-344-3404. That's 208-344-3404. 208-344-3404 for Cutting Edge Kitchens. It is possible to build a great-looking home in Idaho that is also extremely energy efficient. That makes for a home that costs less to live in now and long into the future. For example, Renewable Energy Northwest built a large home last year with northern construction that has solar thermal radiant floor heat and cooling and solar PV panels. The Idaho Power Bill is now $5.20 per month. You heard right, $5.20 per month. Because the heating and cooling for this home is so efficient, 
efficient along with the hot water. The solar PV needed was half the amount this 4,500 square foot home would normally have taken. Renewable Energy Northwest installs four different types of radiant heating and cooling. On slab, under subfloor, on top of subfloor, and warm board applications. To find out more, please call Renewable Energy Northwest for a free assessment. 208-577-6537 or go online to RenewableEnergyNWLLC.com. The convenience and cleaning power of a central vacuum system is able to be added into existing homes. Coltrane Central Vac specializes in providing you with a quality, neat, and well-placed central vac system in your home. Most installations can be done in one day. Imagine adding a retractable hose that stores out of sight, but yet within easy reach anytime you need it. No more lugging heavy vacuum cleaners up and down stairs. With Coltrane Central Vac Systems, just take the lightweight cleaning tools you need with you. The power and the hoses are built into your house. Check out ColtraneVac.com to see their products in action, current specials, or to quickly order replacement bags, filters, or accessories. You know that a clean home is a healthy home, and Central Vacs have five times more power than portable vacuums. So change the way you clean. Start with a visit to Coltrane Central Vac, 208-895-8900. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Coltrane Central Vac, 208-895-8900. I have always appreciated the proper insurance coverage when I needed it. And I'm sure you have too, but now I think many of us have lost touch with our insurance and view it more as a formality. Brett Murphy with Boise River Insurance is local and independent, so he can work hard to find you what fits your needs the best. Homes have gone up significantly in value, and for some, at a rate that may have exceeded their coverage. Do you know for sure if you are covered? Do you even know who your agent is? If it's time for a face-to-face sit-down review, Brett Murphy is that kind of an agent. He will meet with you and answer all your questions. If you are new to this area and need to select your homeowner's coverage, talk to Brett and have him find you the best possible coverage and cost. Brett is available to talk to you regardless of who you get your insurance from. 208-949-2222 or email to brett at boiseriverinsurance.com. If you hear anything you'd like to revisit, check out the Home Fix podcast on KBOI.com. Just click on Podcasts, then click on the Home Fix Show, all for free. Now back to Joe Prin. This is the Home Fix Show on News Talk KBOI. If you know anything about me, it's that I have selective hypocrisy in my life. There's things that I take to an excess and other things that I probably don't take far enough, but it, it's like if I get into a passion project for something where I, I really like it, I, I tend to go way above what most normal people probably would. And an example of that is the current playhouse that I'm building for my granddaughter. For my children, for my daughter, I built a playhouse at one of our houses, and... It's nicer than my house. <laughs> I'm just going to say that right now. It's, thank you. I don't think so, but thank you. The, um, I built this playhouse, so all of a sudden, here's that same daughter who's now has a daughter, my granddaughter, and I wanted to build a playhouse, because that's what grandpa should do when, when granddaughter comes over to the house, and... 
I want her to have a playhouse to play in. Well, it turned into more than that. It turned into a two-story, eight-by-ten house with a deck and a 40-year architectural shingle roof and dormers and crank-out casement windows. And last week's project is a new oak hardwood floor. <laughs> Throughout the entire, like, 60 square feet that are flooring in there. But uh, one of our neighbors uh, posted on the neighborhood uh, uh, Facebook page that he had some leftover flooring from what turned out to be his dad's house. He had four boxes of this uh, tongue and groove oak pre-finished click together flooring that was left over and want to know if anybody had a use for it. And it was right at the time when I needed flooring and I was thinking, well, I could do carpet, but then we're going to be vacuuming it out there, having to take it out and shake it out. And, you know, it's out there in the yard in the garden that's going to get bugs and dirt in it and stuff. And uh, no, then I'll put down vinyl flooring. No, I'll do some luxury vinyl plank because that's kind of cool. And no, I didn't want to glue this down or do that. And then this just kind of fell into my lap. So now she's got tongue and groove, uh, click together oak flooring. I've never used this brand before, but I'm kind of impressed by it. It's about... Uh, let's see, it's one, two, three, four, it's five layers thick. It has oak on the back, oak on the front, and I have no idea what's in the inner layers. Um, pre-finished, and it just, you just click it together. One, it's not really a tongue groove. You lift one up, you stick the tongue in there, and you push it down, it lays flat, and it locks in, and you can't pull it apart once you do that, and it fits really good, and you were asking about installing it and if there's a lot of cutting tar. And it, it's like I started over there in the back left-hand corner and I run down until I hit the right wall and cut that. And that piece starts off the next run and you just keep doing that. And by the time I got this thing done, I bet you I didn't have a, a coffee cup full of little scraps left over. So uh, very efficient use of materials. But yeah, that was the thing. And then I had to put some baseboards down. Of course, you can't have, not have baseboards in a playhouse, right? So, uh, and now also this floating floor that went down that uh, it needed that to kind of cover up the edges where I wouldn't say my accuracy was less than what it should be, but you're supposed to leave a little bit of room for expansion and contraction out there, even though this isn't going to be the conditioned space that I wanted it to be. I was going to put air conditioning and stuff in there and with a little through the wall, but that didn't happen. Um, saner minds prevailed on that one <laughs> now but, you're just roughing it but yeah but the baseboards i had fun uh, doing this these are uh, i had some sticks of this uh, this baseboard material a uh, solid fur actually it was fur not pine but these were fur baseboards that i had made for a, a home remodel that i did uh over wow i'll bet you it was at least 15 or 16 maybe even 17 years ago uh on a home beautiful home but we had to have some custom uh, wood made to match what was in the house and I had like five of these eight foot sticks left over and I wasn't about to get rid of them for what we had to pay for that well when it was all said and done it was exactly what I needed in the playhouse I had a four foot stick left over and uh, so that's done uh, just really fun doing this project and those of you with grandchildren you know what it's like to do a little overkill this is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. It's Saturday morning, so that means The Home Fix Show is on News Talk KBOI. Remember, starting next week, this program will start at 8 a.m. and run up until 11 a.m. Uh, we are moving 
ahead on the clock half an hour. So next week our show will start at 8 a.m. and that's the way it'll be for as long as I can imagine here. So uh, if you're one of the ones who joins us early in the mornings at 7.30, we're, we won't be there. We'll be probably eating our breakfast from uh, Wild West Eatery and Cantina in downtown Eagle about that time. So we'll go on the air at 8 a.m. and uh, join you next week right here on News Talk KBOI. We've got about 25 minutes left in our program today. This is your last chance to get a call in if you have a question you want to talk to me about or ask or comments on something we've talked about in recent programming. Uh, 208-336-3700 is how you do that. 208-336-3700. My trusted resource list is available at my website, which is joeprin.com. Go there directly each and every time. Don't use a previous bookmark because the page may not be there. Uh, Don't search Joe's trusted resource list on Google and then use one of those links because you'll probably go to one that's years that's old or it won't even be there. So just type in your browser, joeprin.com. It'll take you directly to my homepage. Click where it says click here and you'll get the latest version of the list. And if you have any trouble, just let me know. I'll talk you through it. We can land that plane together. We'll, we'll get there. 208-336-3700 if you'd like to get in on the show. Kind of a self-confession, but I used throughout my life, I've used a lot of caulking. <laughs> I've also misused it incredibly. <laughs> and so I am apologizing at this point now to anybody who ever tears down my house someday And if they try to salvage some of the materials, like I hope they would do with some sort of deconstruction, they're going to find a lot of caulking was used in this house. Um, Perhaps even too much in some places. And I will just say it politely that I have used my carpenter in a tube uh, to make up for some, let's call them inaccuracies in my cutting. Uh, if I've cut something a little too short and I don't want to use another piece of material, I can caulk that gap. Uh, in building closet shelving in rooms that uh, were not as square as maybe what I thought they were or that I checked before I made the cut, I have been known to fill a quarter-inch wide wedge gap with, uh, with caulking rather than cut another piece of wood or or shelving board. I will tool the caulking. They even have a word for that. Uh, I would tool that caulking, trying to make it look as if it wasn't caulking, Uh, then paint it and you never see it until someday when somebody tears that out and goes, look at this. He filled that whole thing with caulking. Uh, I've had some less than good fitting door and window trim on walls that I've solved with my carpenter in a tube. Uh, It was all getting painted eventually, so I just pumped caulking into the gaps between the trim and the wall and wiped it down with a finger and painted it. Um, When they pull that trim someday, you're going to find all that caulking behind that baseboard or that window trim. But uh, right now, it looks, looks great. When I put new siding on my house, I sealed everything that I possibly could to keep out bugs and moisture. Uh, Many non-traditional places were sealed. Uh, This is sure to cause some 
confusion and frustration for the next guy someday. But um, caulking is somewhat inexpensive, I mean, relatively compared to other stuff. And if chosen properly, it's a very effective way at solving some of these carpentry problems and perhaps avoiding some other ones. You'd have to ask yourself, though, what purpose is it to serve? Is it a filler or are you trying to use it as an adhesive? Uh, Do you need it to be flexible or do you want something that is solid? Uh, Do you want it to be paintable or maybe not? Maybe it doesn't need to be painted. Uh, Do you want to use clear caulking or do you want white or colors? Do you want water-based materials so you can clean it up with, uh, with water as opposed to some kind of a solvent? Or um, is it going to be an indoor application or an outdoor application? There are caulkings for all of these. But uh, low-cost caulking like painter's caulk are designed to be painted, and that's about it. They film very fast, so you can paint them usually within less than half an hour. They're built for the speed of the job and not necessarily the long-term durability. They can shrink and crack if they're applied too thick, whereas flexible caulking like Big Stretch and the higher grades of DAP and Poly Seam Seal brand caulks, they they need to be dry before you paint because uh, they will also shrink. They don't crack, but they will shrink. So sometimes you have to come back and add some more to them uh, before you can disguise your, your, your repairs that you've done. Uh, adhesive caulkings are not to be confused with straight adhesives by any means. Uh, the adhesive caulking, it's kind of nice for bridging gaps between uh, two uneven surfaces or even different material surfaces. Like if you need to stick uh, like brick to metal or wood to plastic or stone to wood and such like that, uh, they don't have much tack. I mean, they won't hold themselves up there very well, so you have to supplement uh, the attachment with something like tape or wire or a board or something to prop it up or whatever. But they are good after they cure for bridging two very uneven surfaces where some bulk adhesive was needed that wouldn't sag as it dries and where maybe a foam adhesive like uh, the expandable foams or the polyurethane adhesives just wouldn't work out exactly right. Uh, we'll touch some more on that. Here in a little bit, uh, let's go to Eagle and talk to uh, Tom. Uh, we were talking about washing our homes, giving them a bath, and you want to talk about some uh, mold. Hi, Tom. Yeah, hi, Joe. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks for your call. Well, thank you for taking it. Um, I missed that section where you were talking about it, and we're looking at the side of the house, especially the north-facing side where we've got that stone facade that they put on all these homes and what looks to be white, I'm going to call it mold or fungus or something growing on it. Um, Not sure what to spray to get off of that. It's white. It's kind of white or grayish white, but it covers that stone look and it's down on the stucco and it's turning kind of gray through that area, but it looks like something growing on it. You know, uh, well, it, I, I suppose it could be. Most most mildews, which are common on north sides of, uh, of our homes, that's more of a black. It's a black spotty. It's almost like somebody was spray painting over there and uh, the, the can kind of got away from them and it's just this pattern of black dots all over it. That's, that's more the molds and mildews. 
This wouldn't be just the leftover hard water marks from a errant spraying sprinkler head, is it? And that's too far up the side, and that's where all the beds are, so there's nothing to spray up that way. Okay, okay, so it, it very well could be. It could be uh, just something or some other leave behind there. Uh, could it also be perhaps maybe uh, some of the, uh, the, the lime that is in masonry products like that that is coming to the surface, much like on a, a concrete wall that just over time from moisture and sweating, it kind of pulls out that, that, that white calcium or the lime that's in the, in the surface itself. Could it be that? That could be, yeah. See, and if it's that, it would seem that a uh, a simple, gentle, but as assertive as we can be, even pressure washing in this case would be appropriate. Okay. You I, use a certain soap so you don't affect that stone? Um, I don't know that you'd need any uh, soap at all. I think you'd, is that, is that what you said? The, the phone kind of clicked right then. Yeah, it did. Because um, we've tried spraying it off and all that and doing light scrubbing, and it doesn't seem to affect it. So I was wondering if there was a certain type of um, soap you'd put in the pressure washer. Um, no, but maybe I said that too quick. Uh, pressure washing can be a little scary because we can we can actually do some unintended damage. Uh, it's one of those things that you want to start low and kind of work your way up. But if it gets mm-hmm. away from you, we can actually hurt some things. There are at... The hardware stores, like if you went down to B's Ace Hardware there in Eagle or down to the Home Depot, and you go into the uh, you know the, the cleaning section for, for where this stuff is for houses, you'll find several different uh, methods. Either it's a bottle that screws on the end of your hose, yeah. and you can rinse this on, and it has sort of an effervescence kind of uh, thing. And I believe it's actually just called a stucco cleaner that is made for oh. doing that. And some people will do this prior to repainting. Uh, some have told me it actually takes a little bit of the paint off. So if your stucco is not one of the pre-tinted ones and it has been painted, we could do a little damage to the paint, but I suppose you could do that with pressure washing just as easily also. Um, yeah. It may be worth trying something more gentle like that, something that's just a little bit more chemical, but not so... Not so pressurized, not something that's going to physically with impact power damage your surface. But uh, yeah, if if we're just trying to get that clean and not repaint or something, um, that's going to be interesting to try to figure out where that came from because it might just come back again. It may be time to either paint or seal that stucco after you do clean it off uh, really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, you know, the rocks that were down in Eagles, so you know, the rocks that they put on the face of the homes and all that big yeah, ones that are yes. the ri- on that. Okay, so um, it's on stucco and river rock? The stucco, I'm going to go back to your mildew because it does look like black spots on the, the stucco, but on the river rock okay. facade, that's where it's got this white stuff. I've got a feeling that the vast majority of that, that is going to be some of the calcium in the line that's leaching out of the mortar. And that okay. should respond very, very well to a mild pressure washing. And then okay. after you get that off of there, look for a masonry, a masonry sealant that you're going to brush on to that or spray it on with a garden sprayer and then brush it around and wipe off any excess with a rag and seal that surface from the air. And that'll also seal okay. it from the rainwater, which is helping to pull that out. 
that that, that'll sense. clean. Yeah, so that's good there. And then for that mildew stuff, yeah, just get a good mildew siding, a uh, mildew cleaner. Some of it says it's uh, for like vinyl siding and for stucco surfaces and that. And it, it has a little bit of a bleach to it or some type of almost like an oxalic acid, which is a, which is a bleaching material. And uh, it's good for like on decks to get all the barbecue grease stain off and it'll take the mildew off of siding and that spray it on there, let it sit for a while, come back, rinse it off again, and it'll probably be gone and good for another 10 years or so. Does that typically hurt the hostas and plants like that that are around it? Well, anything taken to an excess will, yes, of course. So, so we want to be, we want to be aware of that, but we also, if you read on the labels and that, these manufacturers know that you're doing this. They know that you've got grass and tulips in there and other plants and things. So I think, uh, you know, direct contact would be bad. I think I would probably drop some plastic over those and obviously not in the full sun. Luckily you're on the North side, do it in the morning. So that we're not cooking them underneath that. And, you know, try to recover as much as we can. And just don't use 10,000 gallons when you're doing it. And uh, I I think you'll be just fine. Cool. One last question, and I'll let you go. Cracks in the stuff, settling cracks on the home. Do you know who can repair those? I tried to repair one, and, boy, I didn't do a good job. It's not very pretty. Yeah, that's hard. That's like fixing the crack in the driveway. You always know it's there. It's never an exact match. Uh, Stucco, yeah. you can always tell where people have got a little carried away using some of the good crack fillers uh, or the flexible mm-hmm. caulkings because they use way too much of it. And then they spread it out an inch wide and you've got what looks like a piece of tape, you know, going up the wall. So uh, keeping it keeping, yeah, keeping it to an absolute minimum is critical. Sponging off with water any of the excess, so you use an acrylic latex caulking that's stretchable. I think if you use like a product like Big Stretch uh, caulking in a, in a very minimal fashion, uh, use a color that's either close to what you have or use a clear, and at least you'll seal it and keep it from getting any worse. And then next time you paint, you probably won't even really notice it. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. All right. Thank you, my friend. You're always there for us. Tom, thank you for being there. Uh, without you, I don't, I don't need to be here either. So. <laughs> We've got a partnership going. Let's keep it going. We'll be back. We'll end today's program right after these messages. If you have a call, a question that you want to answer, uh, get an answer to, call right now, 208-336-3700. We'll be back right after this. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. We'll be right back on News Talk KBOI. Window coverings can change not only how a room feels, but also how it performs. Properly chosen coverings can keep rooms cooler in the summer and warmer in the winter, all while delivering the style and personality you want in your home. So how about this? How about an exclusive, no questions asked warranty, which covers anything that could happen to the window coverings, including damage from children and pets. Call today to set up an appointment with Budget Blinds. Yes, Budget Blinds. Quality does come with benefits. Call 208-375-1212 and Budget Blinds will bring their showroom to you. Or visit budgetblinds.com slash Boise to schedule online. But here is the end result. You get quality window coverings at a great price with incredible service. And did I mention it? Full installation is included as part of the service. 208-375-1212 for Budget Blinds. Or visit budgetblinds.com slash Boise. 
You don't have to look hard to find someone offering to clean the ductwork of your house, but how are they going to go about it? Do they have decades of experience doing this? And do they have dedicated trucks that attach a 10-inch diameter vacuum hose to your furnace and move 15,000 cubic feet per minute of air backwards through your ducts? Well, probably not. Take the worry out of choosing your duct cleaning professional. Call the Home Fix Show sponsor, System Clean. After a System Clean duct cleaning, you'll be able to breathe easier because your dust and dirt is now out in their trucks and not in your ducts. Combine this with individual vent and returns, cleaning and sanitization, and your air system will be as clean as possible. Sound like something you need to get taken care of? System Clean can help you out. Call System Clean at 208-884-3300 and schedule your appointment right now. System Clean, 208-884-3300. Making the decision to sell your home or buy a new one is very big. And when you choose your realtor, you want to know you're with a team that will be committed and with you for the complete process. Matt Bauscher has been voted the number one real estate agent in the Boise area and is the founding partner at Amherst Madison. For you, that means an incredible team of professionals that will help you reach your goal, respect your time, your family, and your desires. Look at current listings or read what Matt's clients have to say at BoucherRealEstate.com. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Boucher provides equal professional service without regard to race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, favorite basketball team, or sexual orientation of any prospective client, customer, or the residents of any community. Reach Matt at BoucherRealEstate.com. Here's a reminder to get a second opinion. If you have been told that you need a new furnace for any reason, please get a second opinion from Heating Equipment Company, a sponsor of The Home Fix Show. All too often, the panic of not having a furnace takes over the rational decision-making of finding out exactly what is going on. Many times, the professional technicians at Heating Equipment Company can repair your furnace, no matter the brand, for much less than a new furnace. Now, don't get me wrong. There are times a new furnace is necessary. And if that's the case for you, trust Heating Equipment Company, a Lennox premier dealer, to present you with several choices of award-winning Lennox products so you can get what is right for you. Don't settle for anything less than a fully informed decision. Call Heating Equipment Company today at 208-459-2212 or visit them online at heatingequipmentcompany.com. Again, 208-459-2212 or online at heatingequipmentcompany.com. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. I went right over the top of Tom's question there and forgot about something. He asked about, do I know anybody that could repair the stucco, rather? And I said, well, you know, you can do this yourself with the caulking. And uh, But yes, there is a stucco company that I've used a couple of times here recently. Uh, it's Idaho Stucco. Uh, also, they go by TW Construction. Um, one thing that I learned, because I had some, some cracks in a wall at uh, one of the church properties that I was taking care of, and... Uh, Tibor there said that uh, it is it is it would be more effective and a better end result if he just resurfaced that that whole wall that whole wall section rather than trying to fix the cracks that were in it. Uh, so 
uh, that may come into play also. Let's go to David in Boise and talk about a stain on a uh, linoleum floor. Hi, David. Hey, Joe. Uh, glad you're here. Saturday's doing this. So Thank you. I got this uh, up in the bo- my boy's bathroom. Uh, they had a blue throw rug right outside the shower. And uh, ah. apparently over time, moisture from, you know, them getting out and everything yeah. leached. Uh, the blue carpet color onto the linoleum. Yes. And I'm really bummed out, and I'm got, like, gosh, how in the world, if if at all, can I get this off of there? It's probably oh. a vinyl floor rather than linoleum. Oh, Would you okay. Th- mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, a lot of the true linoleums have their color that goes all the way through, and mm-hmm. y- you could the, you could actually sand them. And then rebuff them and polish them. But I got a feeling what you have is a vinyl that has a clear layer over a printed okay. pattern. This is very common with that. Yes. You're not going to get it out. Okay. Um, the, 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 the clear plastic has become tinted. Uh, okay. it, it, it's done for. Uh, you just need to find a bigger rug. just just find one that's two inches bigger and just put it over the top until you want to redo that floor you will not pull that stain back out okay well you know i'm i'm glad i called you then because i was commit you know committed to spend whatever time it takes to do it and you just saved me a lot of time no go find another rug (laughs) thanks david Sorry to cut you off. We're up against the hard clock. We'll be back next week starting at 8 a.m. here on News Talk KBOI. It's amazing to look at the variety of hardwood floors you could have in your house. What, you thought that oak and maple were the only choices? There's more of a selection of species, widths, textures, and finishes now than there ever has been and Integrity Hardwood Floors can help you get it done. Their years of experience has taught them what works and what doesn't. Integrity Hardwood Floors is a bonus certified craftsman with specialty tools and factory knowledge of application techniques and cleaning methods. Known for their complete and total customer satisfaction, Integrity Hardwood Floors can help you select your new floor and install it for you. Schedule a visit virtually or in person with Carl at Integrity Hardwood Floors. Learn what your choices are and which floor will be right for your lifestyle and your budget. Call 208-724-9445. Online at IntegrityHardwoodFloor.com. 208-724-9445. According to Lou at Nampa Appliance TV and Mattress, the appliance industry is expecting some more price increases in May. If you've been waiting to get something, maybe that's not such a good idea, price-wise, anyway. Always fair and honest with their prices, Nampa Appliance has a good stock right now of washers and dryers, cooking products such as induction ranges and cooktops, and also standard and counter-depth French door refrigerators. Check out these great brands available to you at Nampa TV, Appliance, and Mattress. Whirlpool, GE, Bosch, KitchenAid, Frigidaire, Maytag, and LG... It's a good time to buy before the anticipated May price increases. Delivery and installation is available, of course. That is what a full-service appliance store does. Part of the Brand Source Network of independent dealers. Find them at 278 Caldwell Boulevard in Nampa. And remember to tell them that you listen to The Home Fix Show.